Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. This week on the five-minute warning. Can you imagine a backlash if some some dude would have been like, man, stop making them facial expressions and take it like a woman? (laughs) That would have been career suicide. So what I do understand is, yeah, I don't understand how you can get self-defense if you went and got the weapon that you shot somebody with. My initial problem is when something is wrong, they spin another truth to make it right. When someone else outside of their group does something good, they spin it so it's stupid. And now, the five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to... Woo! Sorry about that. I don't know what came over. Oh, that burst. that... That's that Apple BS, man. Man, see, there you go. <laughs> Got started already. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, welcome Ooh. to Five Minute Warning. Yeah, as you can tell, the gang's all here. As you know, I'm Ruben. Somehow, I'm trapped in this bubble. Got AG. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? By the way, I am the Apple fanboy. Okay. At least you can, <laughs> at least you can admit it. And nobody who just spoke. I'm 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 neutral, by the way, y'all. I don't I don't have any skin in the game, but Yeah, never. Okay. <laughs> so you know, wow. It's like last week we spoke. And then we had another um, debate, which was fairly boring. Um, I guess a couple highlights on that debate was, I can't remember what Pence was talking about, but he got the black girl, be please look. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, depending on who you who you are, it was a different word used in front of please. Um are you going to talk about what Megan Kelly said? Well, first of all, I don't know what Megan Kelly said, which means this has got to be good because if we're talking about Megan Kelly on this show, it must be worth something because I'm not a fan. This is her response to what you just said about Kamala making the faces. Yeah. Old girl said, stop making faces and take it like a woman. Uh, this is the most misogynist thing I've ever heard come out of a woman's mouth. Actually, it's one of the most misogynist things a man can say. And I was like, 
this is what we're doing the toe of the line holy cow and who is I was she, beside myself and who is Megan Kelly's employer now uh didn't she get fired from Fox uh yeah and then she got fired from NBC I remember her getting fired from NBC. Now, who yeah. is she with now? She ain't with nobody. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize she wasn't working for anybody. Nah, okay. she ain't working for nobody. So you keep your misogynistic, I'm going to do whatever my man says, words to yourself. But isn't that deep, though? I, I was mean, like, for real? It, oh and this, you know. I mean, the the crazy thing is, like, when I remember when she, you know, she was still a presidential nominee, I made a comment about, hey, man, I think she responds too emotionally, you know, when people on the debate stage were challenging her. And I had to do like a song and dance around saying that so people wouldn't be like I was some woman hater when I was just trying to express an opinion about like, I don't like my leader to seem so reactionary that's it i wasn't saying she's emotional because she's a woman to hear a woman say that it's wow yeah, that was kind of crazy <laughs> but see what you said isn't misogynistic even though people took it that way can you imagine a backlash if some some dude would have been like man stop making them facial expressions and take it like a woman <laughs> I mean, that would have been really bad. That would have been so bad. Yeah, that would have been career suicide. I mean, yeah. Well, again, we all have superpowers. Every gender, every um, race, every ethnicity has a superpower. And, and women can say things we can't say. Yeah. Well, say yes, that's that's a fact. But the craziest thing is that wasn't even the that wasn't even the greatest thing that was said that about that night. Yo, what was up with the fly that hung on um, Pence's fate, uh, Pence's head for like two minutes? <laughs> Chilling. Stole Yo, the show. The memes went crazy. Yeah, I, they, saw, I saw quite a I few. I mean, there's so many. <laughs> like, there was one that said um, that, you know, the co- the fly tested positive for COVID. And I was like, yeah, that's foul. <laughs> Wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> and then there's another one that said, like, LeBron was pretty much on the bandwagon, like, yep. You know what flies, what flies go to, and had the little poop emojis, man. I was like, wow, that's cold blooded. Wow, I and, thought I, I was saying it's just like I guess a fly knows a zombie when he sees one. But yeah. you know, just saying. <laughs> I mean, I was like, yo, this fly for two minutes took over. That's how boring it was. No, that fly didn't realize that he was alive. Like, oh <laughs> snap! Wow. You you are real. <laughs> yeah. I guess he thought he was at the wax figurine location. Chill hey, man. I mean, Ripley's Believe It or Not right there in Williamsburg. I'm just saying. Yeah, it is. But did you know that by the end of the night, that fly had his own Facebook and Instagram page? Yo, it's America, buddy. The the Internet always wins. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, speaking of speaking of the uh, Pence Harris debate, I need a correction. The reason why the RNC or the Trump administration or whoever you want to call it did leave two tickets for Tupac or a ticket for Tupac is because Kamala made a mistake. I'll say it's a mistake. She was asked who was her favorite um, living rap artist? And she said Tupac. But she may think Tupac's still alive. I'm about to say there's a whole bunch of people out there. That's the thing he is. I said the same thing. I told my wife that she wouldn't go for it. I said, look, he out there with Elvis, 
in Vegas and they just making appearances and then you know I'm just saying I'm just saying I'm just saying all that but yo why not see why why you gotta be like come on man I, I think Elvis is you know if Tupac can still be alive Elvis can still be alive too man nah I mean they using one of his songs on one of the car commercials man I mean they use a lot of come songs on. and a lot of things but yo man yeah. come on now you just gonna do me like that yeah for real Sorry. Okay. At least you admitted it. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So you had that, which is still petty. I mean, that was just petty. And it was, but she kind of earned it. Is all I'm saying. Man, whatever. It's what? Just, no, because the perspective we took last week was that she didn't say she was innocent in this, and she wasn't. She made a mistake. She made and they, truly think the dude's alive. How nah, is that a mistake? I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna ride with him. It was a mistake, but still, it's petty. Now, you don't now you don't you don't seriously think that she actually thinks that he's still alive. I think she could have misheard the question. Or she may think she's still alive. It's one of the two. Man, it's she misheard the question. She probably thought who's your favorite rapper, period. Something like that. And she answered Tupac. But you know what? But still, it comes down to the fact that you're taking that one thing and you're gonna manipulate it to such a level. That's that might be super petty. Like, okay. It is super petty, but that's not what I'm saying. We all know that it was. We all know it was super petty. It was yeah. absolutely super petty. You know what would have been would have been crazy if somebody would have taken that ticket. That'd have been awesome. <laughs> see? <laughs> and see that that's see, and it was two tickets because Elvis could have came too. Elvis, man, stop it! <laughs> but you know the the other thing that was not even weird, but a little not even a little crazy. It was just interesting. You can tell how much of a business this is at this moment, because at the end of everything, you know, of course, the significant others came up and, you know, Harris's significant other came up, grabbed her hand, you know, kissed her on the cheek, whatever. They say it hi to Pence and his wife, whatever. Pence's wife came up and she stood there and... <laughs> No, what do you mean she just stood there? She just didn't do it, anything? It, it won't know. She ain't getting no, she she get no, she get no head nod. It was just. Yeah. Well, no, she kind of, she waved and stuff to the man, hair she, and stuff like that. Man, she gave she, like the back of the convertible on the parade wave, man. Like she wow. wasn't really waving at them. She was just doing a wave. Yeah. It was almost like she was mad. At, she didn't grab his hand. They weren't hurting hands. Like it wasn't even like there was love going on. It was like, yo, I'm here to do a job. And I was just like, hey, at least her husband was all about, yo, we may hate each other, but we're going to give the appearance that we in love because they were holding hands. And, you know, she was she was kind of like laughing. I guess he said something in the ear. She kind of chuckled, whatever. Like they like they feeling each other. And the other two was just like, this is the business. And I was like, dang, that's cool. You know, I know what he said that made her laugh. Yo, you see that fly girl? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what she said to him. <laughs> wow. You know, the elect, the, uh, the the thing was kind of, I mean, it was kind of boring. You know, if you really want to mince and, and talk about stuff on it, you can. But when it's all said and done, it was your normal vice presidential election. Well, actually, after the, the presidential we, uh, debate, I, I'll take normal because that was whew, wow. And they canceled the, the next one. The yeah, committee, the committee canceled it because, you know, of course, he was pretty much like, I'm not doing the Zoom call. Because what did he say? Joe Biden goes going to read behind a teleprompter. I was like, come on, man. I need you to stop <laughs> saying that Joe Biden's older. You not. 
just let's just be. He's real. never gonna do that for you, bro. You're seventy. He's seventy-seven. You're seventy-four. Exactly. Hey, guess what? One thing he didn't have, he had COVID. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, you know, he's going to come around and try to found. He's going to be like, yeah, I survived COVID. And I'm going to be like, there are 211,000 people who didn't. That's your fault. Truth. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, and honestly, if I was Biden... He still hasn't finished incubation period. Nah, son, I'm not coming near you. you exactly. And then on top of that, we gonna be like 24 feet apart. We gonna have like <laughs> we gonna have like three <laughs> things between us, cause there ain't no way I might mess around and just wear my mask, cause I don't trust you and your people, because you just tore up the whole White House. Cause yo, sorry, but somebody your crew got COVID, and cause nobody's wearing masks. All y'all cats got it. Deuces. And Pence may have it. He just don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And then and Christy's still in the hospital. No, Christy's out now. Did he get out? Okay. He got out yesterday. But still, he's in the hospital for a week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was in there for a minute. And he's like, what, 60? But he just I mean, fat. 60 and way overweight and just yeah. I just don't know man it's just that Trump gonna do what he wanna do so it doesn't matter as, as long as he does what he wants to do and as long as he stays away from me we good <laughs> is that all he's gotta do I mean that's the first thing everything okay. else can happen later okay. but, you, but I mean but if you listen to Senator Lindsey Graham out of South Carolina <laughs> I don't need no COVID nineteen test. I got a doctor's note. <laughs> what is this school, bro? He said I got a doctor's note. <laughs> you can't make it up, man. You can't make this stuff up. So apparently, that doctor must travel with him everywhere to know that he's always in accordance with CDC regulations. Yep, I got a letter from my doctor <laughs> saying that I am CDC compliant. There's no reason to test me. Are you already dead? I mean, because that's the only way you're CDC compliant. Because last time I checked, well, first of all, what CDC person signed this doctor's note? The one he paid to. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get that name? I'd like to see it. I would almost like to see a letter. Oh, wait a minute. It's fake. Shocker. <laughs> Quote, we're going to run the meeting in a medically compliant way, but I'm not going to give my life... I'm not going to live my life differently than you have to live yours. We are setting the hearing room based up on CDC guidelines. I just got a statement today from the architect of the Capitol who consulted with the House physician saying that the room is set up in a compliant way. First of all, the architect of the Capitol is probably dead. So I don't know what you're talking about. And there's, it's in a compliant way for what? Are you in a are you in a plastic box with like four little holes that you can hear that can hear you through? Cause if I'm everybody else, I'm not in that room with you. Man, you better stop tripping. <laughs> I'm still at the part where you said he's got a doctor's note. And then the, the person who's challenging him, um, Jamie Harrison, you know, a scheduled debate between two men is called off because he refused to take tests. I don't blame him. Yo, this will be the first Zoom debate ever. And that's, you know, that's those, that's those, uh, that's those freedoms 
that some people think they got more freedoms than everybody else. $5 says they don't let you in the Senate room without you taking that test. I would agree, but you never know. Man. You, you don't. You never know. Because, I mean, how many of these people has Trump been, uh, has Trump exposed himself to? It's well, like. We'll see. I, I don't, I, a whole lot of people wouldn't be able to get yeah. back into the Senate well, floor. Mitch McConnell has said when they reopen, you know, we'll see if he follows through because apparently everybody's got to take a test. And then they're going to do things and all this other stuff. So I'm curious to see how far this goes. Because if his doctor's note weight is enough, man, I'm getting the doctor's note. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to have to take a test. You're not Lindsey Graham. Man, why, with your can't, black self. why can't I get the same doctor's note he got? With your black self. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's, not, that's the answer to your question. With your black self. No, mm-hmm. you can't have Lindsey Graham note. <laughs> man. <laughs> Lindsay, and Lindsey Graham is what seventy five or something. She ain't young. Yeah, he should be. He should be the second one. Craziness. That guy's crazy. Lindsey Graham. He got a doctor's note. I guess that's awesome because his doctor's note is dope. He's got the get out of jail free note. <laughs> get out of COVID testing note. Too. I wonder how much it cost him. Well, it doesn't cost me anything. That's privilege. Yeah. We talked about this. It's something. So, <laughs> so, all right. The Republican National Convention, convention happened in August, which we all yes. know. Yes. One of the women who spoke up there, um, she's a nurse and all that stuff. And her name is Amy Ford. Possibly. I was going to say, is it? Or? And, I, and we'll come back to that later. But so, you know, she's a daughter of a nurse and a coal miner. Woo! That's hardcore. That is hardcore. They made movies about people like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, just saying. And then, you know, she shot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they had an argument and she shot him. However, at least she shot him. It was the injuries were non-life threatening. So she's a nurse, so she knew where to shoot them. Yes. Absolutely. And you know, she was saying that she was acting in self-defense, but she went to her car and got the gun out. So what I don't understand is self-defense to me. Yeah, I don't understand how you can get self-defense if you went and got the weapon that you shot somebody with. Yes. Am I missing something here? No, you're not missing anything. This is one of those things where we're going back to this whole privilege thing. Because I promise you, if this lady was black and shot somebody, it wouldn't have been. Let's see what. In a statement to police, Thorne claimed the shooting was in self-defense. She was charged with malicious wounding and released on $5,000 bond. Just $5,000 to shoot somebody? Wow. Yeah. She's not. No. What I'm saying to you is this isn't happening the way it happened if this lady was uh, black. Yeah. But you know what she the, shot someone. But you know what the real question is? What's the, the real question, question is, what is her name? Yeah, because she's got two different names. It's like, it's well, like AKA something. She's she's she, Her name is Amy Thorne. 
But when Is she, it? Yes. But when she spoke at the National Convention, she was Amy Ford. So I guess for some reason, she feel like she need to give her a real name. So she came out with this fake last name. And guess what? If you're going to use fake names, don't shoot somebody. <laughs> and end Actually, up you shouldn't shoot anybody if you're using your real name. Well, but that's the thing. When you get arrested, your name is not Amy Ford. Your name is your name is Amy Thorne. So, True. like the next, then the other question is, why did you get it on national TV and use a fake name? What you who are you protecting? You supposed to protect your family, so you ain't cool enough for your name to use it. What? That still really doesn't explain why she felt she she felt she had to she felt she needed to use one name for this and one name for that. So apparently the name that were that's her real name is the the I shot somebody name. Yeah, Amy Thorne. I'm just gonna presume that. Well, yeah, because that's what the that's what the cop the cop said. Okay, whatever the cop says is probably her that's real how, name. That's the, other the name, name they arrested her under. Okay, so that's the real name. So I mean, there's so many questions. Yeah, this is so many questions. I think the biggest, the second biggest question is, if you became fear for your for your safety. And you went to your car and got a gun. Why didn't you just get in your car and drive away? <laughs> I don't feel. You know, I, I never even safe. thought of that. I don't feel That's safe. So I'm going stuff, to get my man. gun. I'm going to get. You don't go. And first of all, why did the person she shoot allow her to go get her gun? Yeah. Why am, why am I threat? picturing? Why am I picturing like the scene that White Man Can't Jump when he says, "I'm gonna go to my car. When I come back, I'm shooting." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, man. So, but see, that's not exactly true because seeing white men can't jump, everybody, everybody left. left. Everybody left because they knew what time it was. Exactly. Yeah. But see, John DeWitt didn't leave, and then she got a gun out, and I guess she was like, "What are you gonna do with that? You gonna shoot me in my pinky toe? Nah, I'm gonna shoot you in your abdomen." Yet, yet, I fear for my life in the shoes of self-defense. You ain't got the gun. Man, she better have some white privileged lawyers. I was, about, I'm saying. I was about to say because what you just heard up here, folks, was white privilege. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because we were talking about that, man. It's just like nothing goes this way if this woman's black. Nah, nothing. Nah, she five thousand dollars bond in a malicious wounding charge. I think not. Yeah, she under the jail right now. Oh my goodness gracious! Hey, but the most important thing is. She pl- she praised the policy changes that expand excuse me expanded video visits or telehealth. What? The policy said you can have more expanded video visits. Why can't you just do that on your own? Yeah, because I, I read that and I didn't know that that was Trump policy. That I thought people were doing that because of what you know science was telling them to do. Well, you can't have people in your office so this is a way in which people can check in. So, I mean, the doctor's like, I can only have one visit with you a month, Gloria. How about you trying to visit her as much as you can? I mean, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the purpose. Increase access to telehealth for millions of Americans. Okay. Increase access. Did you get people computers or something? I mean, like, what did... I don't understand. Because it enables such visits to be covered by Medicare and private insurance policies. There we go. Because basically, hey, if you can't come to my doctor's office, I can't charge you for for stuff. So I can't get my money from your from Medicare or private insurance. So, hey, how about this? I will allow you 
country to do your doctor visits via webcam. And yes, doctors, because I can do this, because you can do this, you can still charge Medicare and other private insurance policies. So you still make money and you ain't got to see nobody except on the screen. If that is True. not the laziest way to make money. Hey, I know I get charged for it. I mean, <laughs> so it's real, brother. It's you know, real. I mean, so <laughs> I guess, I guess, you know, and I guess increased telehealth for millions of Americans has truly been life-saving. How? You look at her? Yeah, girl, you need to go to the hospital. You look bad today. What? I mean, because how is it going to determine if they sick? Hey, I need I, you I need you to draw blood for yourself and put it on the screen <laughs> so I can look at it and see if it's it. I don't get it. Well, I will say, I will say that if you do need to do that, you do get to go to the office, but it's really, it's a lot of protocol to it. I will say that. I mean, I just don't understand. But, I, but can I, still understand under I can understand going over information via the phone, but hey, doctor, I got the shingles. How do you know? Well, I'm scratching my back. Hey, why don't you turn around and put your shirt up so I can take a look at it? <laughs> that looks like, that looks like chicken pox. What? What if you got a bad camera? You can diagnose. I'm gonna diagnose you for this, and we can go ahead and have them send it to you. Awesome, thank you. Medicare bill, get my money. I mean, I, <laughs> and like, I, I just don't get the whole life. The, I guess it's life saving, but it's like you're, you're you're never gonna get it because it's a she she's towing the line, man. Well, no, it's probably the, the sad part is the policy changes are true. I just don't understand how it helps you if you're sick. You, Yeah, you don't look that good today. Why don't you come on down? Well, I could have just came on down. You could told me that right there. Instead of having to set up an appointment three days ago, I could have just drove down there. I, you true. know what I'm saying? Now, I understand. I'm just saying there's, there's, there is no understanding except for the fact that she's yeah. telling the line. And then she shot somebody. At least she was good enough to know to shoot them in a place where they wouldn't die. So she wouldn't get a murder charge. Well, you know, they could have turned into something else. You just never I, know. I don't but, know. I, mean, I don't I know if believe. shooting in the abs is... is uh, <laughs> no, no. So what happened was she was taken to a local hospital. i assuming somebody called 911. Didn't really say how she got there. Called 911. Then they airlifted her to a medical center. So, you know, if anything, congratulations. The insurance just got paid. And then her injuries were not life-threatening. So it's like, yeah, I shot you right above, right below the lung, right above the liver, so you won't die. So if I do get charged, I'm not getting charged with murder. And I'm just like... I guess if you're a nurse, you know where stuff is. It makes sense. But I just don't understand the fact where, hey, I don't feel safe here. Whatever, girl, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go get my gun so I can protect myself. How about you get in the car and go home? The argument couldn't have been that serious. Clearly it was. Because instead of leaving, she went, hey, I got a gun. So what? You got a gun. Let me go get my gun. What? And you stayed there? Yeah, I'm out. I got time for that. I guess, you know, there's an issue of personal responsibility, but then there's an issue of this ain't self-defense. No. 
Self-defense, man. And she only got a $5,000 bond. What? We are. We already discussed this. I, I know, man. Man, what they need to do is we need to have somebody else like Eddie Murphy did in like 84 when they dressed him up as a Soto, a white person who didn't look white at all. And people like I, <laughs> was, I feel that was all good that enough, was fake. Though. I feel that all that was fake. But then I feel like none of it was fake. No, it's not. It wasn't fake because that dude didn't look like he was white. Not even close. Yeah, but but the thing is, he wasn't black. That there's a difference. It's a distinction with a difference. That's true. Because as long as you're not black, things look up for you. I'm just saying there is a hierarchy, and we're at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, Are we really that, at the bottom? Yeah, that's about uh, right. No, because I've never heard anybody proud to have black blood in them. I've heard of people proud to have Indian blood. Wow, really? Yes, really. Huh. I don't think I've had. I, a I know a white person right now. This is like, I got Indian blood in me, and then it's like, okay. But I have never heard a white person say I have black blood in me. Yay! Yeah, I've no. never heard that at all. So I, I just don't know. But I have hey. Irish blood. I have Italian blood. I have Slavic blood. Oh, I have white, all white, sorts white of white people blood. love to try to make their whiteness sound different. Well, not that different. I'm they don't sure. want to be black. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but they don't they don't like just saying white. They they'll go Italian, Greek, Irish. Yeah. 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 Hey, unless you're Mike Tirico, man, he's Italian. Yeah, no, yeah, he's Italian. Mike Tirico is only Italian, though. Yeah, he's only Italian. He doesn't claim to be white. I mean, black at all. That that's a that's the dopest tan I've ever seen. Yo, he must get I, that first thing I did was day. look at his nose. I looked at his nose and said, "Bruh." <laughs> so anything, whatever helps you sleep at night, man. That's all. I never looked at him the same again when I heard that. I was like, "Oh my goodness." Okay. Wow. So, uh, we have crazy nurses, and then we have an opinion piece that I think we should talk about, which, you know, the New York Times is pretty good with their stuff. So, it comes out, as we know, that, you know, Donald Trump has paid less taxes than everybody listening to this podcast and beyond. I think more, I think more homeless people pay more taxes than him. So then the article came up. He's like, yeah, you know, apparently when he had his TV show, he has $70,000 in tax deductions for hairstyling. That's more money than I make in a year. $70,000 for hairstyling. Yep. And this country said, that's cool. Yeah, you you can write that off. You can write that off. No, nah, but like I said about this when it first came out, it's like I'm just mad he's, that he was such a rookie that he told the game. Because when you're doing a TV show and you spend seventy thousand dollars on your appearance, that's tax deductible, and that's like legit. Yeah. So, which is crazy, by the way, but I understand. But then you have a woman who was sentenced for five years in jail in 2012. She had some drug stuff going on. True. But then she put her babysitter's address so her son can go to a school, a better school in Connecticut. Now, that is illegal. It is. And I'm pretty sure some of this five years in jail was more for the drugs. Let's hope. But, you know, it is larceny. 
because she received, you know, her kid received X amount of dollars for going to the better school than whatever. Which is a conversation in and of itself. Yeah. Now that if I'm correct, if his if her kid was an athlete, that would be completely legal. Am I right, Moby? By no. moving that? No, it's actually still, it's, it's still legal? Nah. Cause you still gotta get waivers for that. Ah. But there's a chance to make it free and not and not illegal. Yeah, but you you gotta get a whole bunch of waivers for that. Yeah. And I think it still has to be within the same um, city or you have to have a plus it's, it's a whole bunch of loopholes and red tape that you know you gotta you gotta jump through hoops for I mean down here it's probably as long as you're in the 757 you can do what you want cause I mean their kids in Chesapeake going to you know schools in Hampton and all those well they areas. live with the coach they you know, they put the coach's address down or something yeah. like that yeah and that just sounds bad um so you know, basically, what I'm saying is, it's crazy that, like, the business thing, I get. But are we really cool with the fact that he only paid $750 in taxes in, for two years? I'm cool with the fact that he did that because, again, it's a game that all wealthy people play, and it's fine because we can play it a little bit if we want to. My thing with this whole article is the fact that the IRS don't want to jack with people that have money because it's harder to do. So they jack with people that don't, that not only do they not know knowledge, they don't have knowledge enough to get out of it and do it right. Yep. But they don't have, they, they pay, the, 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 the balance is not there at all. Poor people pay more taxes than rich people by percentage. Yep. And in this article, they let me know that they picking on black people in Mississippi like a champ. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I mean, but then I think about it, you know, black people, deep south, not a lot of resources. Am I not a lot of knowledge to keep the resources that you have? So if someone comes after you by sending you a letter, then what do you think you're going to do? You going to pay. Yeah. Or you going to take the whatever punishment it is because you didn't pay. Because you don't have that knowledge. You don't have somebody that can pass it down to you. So that game that Trump told is the exact game that we don't know about. But apparently the IRS is going after that money now. Well, they're trying to. Yeah, they have because as far as I'm concerned, they made me, and this is emotion right now. This is not fact, but it makes me feel as though that they're going after it because he's high profile. Because if you see the the, the they to to the like a three hundredth percentile go after people that make more than a million dollars for anything, there's a reason for that. I mean, we talk about systemic racism on the show often, and there's no more, or I'm sorry, I should say, there's no bigger um, example of racism as in a system as there is with money mm-hmm. so everything in this article just is like letting me know by example here we go again you don't want to work hard enough to get the money from wealthy people that evade taxes illegally because there's a there's a way to evade taxes but you can also do that in a legal way or illegally I'm sorry 
So they don't want to spend the resources to get those people because they're harder to kill. So they go after people, like I said, they go after people that can't defend themselves. But those are the people that pay the most taxes. Yep. I'm like, hey man, this 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 ought to wake this ought to wake you up. This is one of those wake you up articles. Because I remember reading it and I was going, wow. Okay. I had more respect for the IRS before I read this. They punks too. <laughs> punks <laughs> IRS. Because wow. if you don't want to go. My thing is this, if you, if you are as bad as you say you are, or as they say in the neighborhood, if you bad as you want to be, then there is no one that you're afraid of. But apparently they're afraid of people that actually have the money to pay the fines and break the law the most. Now, again, not talking about the people that evade taxes legally. OK, if you want to do the things that you need to do to do it in a legal way, then good for you. But to break the law and still get away with it and know that the IRS is a punk and ain't gonna come after you that's not really mm, that's suspect Speaking so we're gonna pick on we're gonna pick on some black people some brown people that don't know any better and don't have the money to pay or we can scare them into paying because they don't know any better that's what I got from this article and it's just like oh goodness really yes really i mean it's funny you and say that total I mean, sense. heck wesley snipes was in jail for tax evasion like, like which i never understand <laughs> i never understood that you made too much money to not pay your taxes though i mean i just i don't, I don't I mean, see, that's, well, not, that's so, what happens so when does you get trump <laughs> right i mean but here's i guess my thing is yo man you can afford to pay people to to make you to, to do to do to do that like i don't get it Mr. Snipes didn't know the game well enough. Or you just paid it. Or not know the game at all. Or you could have just paid it. You could have just paid it. He could have. He could have. But he was. (laughs) Look, man, you can either, like you said, you can just pay it or you can know the game. And he didn't either. Exactly. And he black. And he black. Yeah. And he spent, he went to the good jail. Yeah. So they made made an example out of him. Yeah. He went to the good jail, man. They did not put him. In a questionable jail in Gen Pop. Nah, he was in the jail that Face was in on A Team, the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the good jail. They they was like, How dare you be out here promoting dark skinnedness and, <laughs> and, and you know what? And, and, sleeping with, and, and sleeping with our white women's and then not paying taxes and getting caught. Like you, you can't be dark sleeping with white women and not paying taxes. Come yeah, on, bro. That's, that's too much, bro. Three strikes you out the game, man. I mean, come on. You can't do that, brother. It's, yeah. And you and you made Jungle Fever? You need to, you knew she know better than that. You should know better than that. Hey, man. Jungle Fever was dope. I didn't say it wasn't, but clearly he used the lessons that he learned to keep out of jail. So I'm saying, man. You know, I do a pretty good job of keeping myself out of jail. Exactly. Because you I mind my business. Exactly. And pay my taxes. And you pay your taxes. But you can't <laughs> but like like Moby said, you can't do the trifecta. Yeah, you, no, you can't no. be, you can't nah. be out here doing all three. Two out of three nah. ain't bad, but not three out of three. Oh, I mean nah. no. two out of two out of three, you gotta watch your back. But three out of all three, three? They, nah, got man, you. You caught, they got yeah. you. You spent yeah. time in jail. That you could have just paid some dude to do what should have been done, so you had to spend no time in jail. 
You just like, once again, just like in War Dogs. How did they get caught? Because they didn't pay the dude in the other company to box up the um box up the ammunition. They didn't pay him a hundred thousand dollars. And you made like thirty million off this. Exactly. But see, that's what I was gonna say about Wesley Snipes. And it in the at the end of the day, I think he was just being greedy. Well, yeah, but you can be greedy and do it legally. Yeah, but when you're greedy, you always get busted at some point. Nah, man. There are a whole bunch of greedy people who do it legally, aka Donald Trump. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm with you. I'm just letting you know that it, at least we can be mad the fact that he's only paid, you know, fifteen hundred dollars in taxes in two years. But the fact is, he did it the way he played the game the right way, and we all just gonna be mad about it. If he played the game the right way, we wouldn't be talking about it. But he, there's something going on here, and I don't know what it is, so I can't speak on it. Yeah, but, but I, what I will say, his money. Ever. I realize that, but that's not what I'm saying. He's a rookie. That's all I'm. I'm just, just letting you know. Trump is a rookie, man. I mean, that dude, it's just like the whole college paying them people off thing. It's like, I ain't mad at them, folk. I'm just mad that whoever was a rookie told a game. That's what I'm mad at. I'm just mad you got caught. Had you not gotten caught, you're right. We wouldn't be talking about this. And that's exactly, that's all I'm saying. You should have paid $100,000 and, exactly. and AEY would still be a business. There you go. Because you're greedy. Hey, greedy. Greedy always. Yeah. Never good. $100,000, man. $100,000 took down a multi-billion yeah, dollar company. Truth. But anyway, we're going to find out. But yeah, like I said before, the, the systemic racism has so many examples. But when you start talking about money, um, that's, in my opinion, that's the biggest one. Money, credit, all that stuff. It, it, money, cash. it matters so much. Money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes. What? Sorry. <laughs> okay. The song just came in my head, man. I apologize. <laughs> money, cash, hoes. Yeah, man. I just, I, I was overwhelmed with that. <laughs> Apparently you were. Apparently you were. I mean, it's a dope song. It is. What? DMX. So, speaking of money, Killer Mike and Andrew Young... And the dude who created Bounce TV, which is terrible, by the way. Um, oh, come on, man. They got good shows on Bounce. I mean, yeah. For my parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they they are going to make a black-owned bank. All online. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you know, um, Chime and all those people. So they got a lot of people who said, yeah, I want to account. I want to account, you know, and basically they're going to use that money to fund black businesses or, you know, loans for black people and stuff like that. So one, I do think it's a pretty decent idea. I do have a couple questions. Like I get, I guess you're, you're doing this. You put it out there. Hey, we're opening a bank in January, you know, let us know if you're interested. You know, and they got a whole bunch of people like, yeah, we're interested. We're interested. We're interested. Awesome. You know, um, but it's not open until January. This is October. It's like you're dangling the carrot and like now I got to wait two and a half months before I can put my money in it. What? It's only two and a half months. I got to get it together first. But I'm saying, man, Apple, Apple don't come out with the iPhone 12. Hey, we're getting the iPhone 12 in July, but it ain't coming out to October. 
But Apple doesn't have to raise money the same way. What are they raising money for? That it's a venture like any other. Yeah, venture. it's a venture capitalist. And if you, I've actually actually um got on the waiting list. They've got over forty thousand people now. I think almost forty thousand people on the wait list. So what they do is they can show that to venture capitalists, people who will invest in it, because they'll invest in it because they can show that they've got this many people looking to move it. Okay, he preaching to you. Say now, see that makes sense. And I mean, anybody for a lot of people who don't know, I mean, this is not something that's like out the blue for Killer Mike because he's, you know, for many, many years talked about the importance of black owned businesses and keeping money in the black community and just the minority communities in general. And I mean, that's actually why they've named the bank Greenwood, because that was the part of Tulsa that actually um, was burnt during Black Wall Street. It was called the Greenwood District. So that's Mm -hmm. why they've named the bank Greenwood. Yep. Black Wall Street, something I didn't find out until I turned 40-something. You know what? You, just like everybody else, I mean, I didn't find out about it until I was an adult, which is crazy because it was such a big thing in our history. Yeah, but, you did. know. And I grew up in a in a 97% black school system. You'd think they would have talked about this. No, nah, but they're still teaching you what they wanted you to what yep. they wanted you to know. Well, I learned more about I would say I learned more about the slavery and all that stuff than kids do today because well they're trying to take slavery out of the books now oh yeah so I mean you know we shouldn't talk about the negative what if it weren't for slavery this country would be you fool what is wrong with you but I thought it was I thought it was a good idea I hope it works out but at the same time I hope black folks don't get their feelings hurt when they go uh, I know we are black here but your credit is bad (laughs) Come wow. back when you got at least 600, bro. At least 600? Wow. I'm just saying, this is because I don't want black people to think this is going to be like free banking services. Hook up. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is Tyler, not what this is. Me. <laughs> what, just what, you mean I gotta like you. What, what you mean I got to overcharge? You can't just look out? <laughs> <laughs> you can't just look out. That's deep. <laughs> you can't just look out for your man. You know, I'm going to have it on the first. Yeah, okay. You know, man. No. Here's the no. thing. Like, like it's supposed to be for black and Latino companies. You know, black and Latino people. Awesome. Well, black and Latino owned. Like, it's black yeah. and Latino owned. But there ain't no Latino, no Latino people out here making it. I guess they're going to be on the board of directors or something. No, well, the three principles are black, but I just, like I said before, I think... I don't. Well, I'm not gonna think, think anything. All I'm th- saying is, I hope Black folks and Latinx people don't think that they can be subprime and be treated as otherwise, the, or get any services done at all. I guess the question is, the venture capitalists are they gonna be black? I don't know. They didn't say about any. They didn't say who gave them the three million dollars, or you know, well, invested the three million dollars well, in I, the bank. They just I, said. I guess my assumption is that the dude who owned Bounce, created Bounce TV, who ended up selling it for two hundred ninety-two million dollars. My assumption is they all three put in some money <laughs> to do it because it doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense if these three have the financial capital. Why would you go looking for venture capitalists to... Because you don't ever spend your own cash. 
ever. <laughs> yeah, that, that ain't how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, so that's why I mean, that's why I work for somebody and I don't make my own money. But I guess so. Do we are we expecting are we going to look to expect that our black people are black people who have money to put in in this? Or no? Or we just look for anybody who's going to put money? That's all I'm asking. Well, I mean, re- really, I think the the whole motivation behind it is to support a black-owned bank because in Atlanta, many many years ago, they put pressure with the, there was a black-owned bank in Atlanta in which they had an initiative to try to influence more people to try to get mortgages and loans to that black-owned bank, and him and Ti went on a campaign, and it. It did. It did really, really well. So, so well that it put pressure on other banks like Wells Fargo and Bank of America to try to do more programs for minorities seeking loans because they realized that their minorities were going elsewhere. So the thought is, you know, you keep the money in the own community because, you know, on his little Netflix documentary thing, he was talking about how long other, I guess, races money stays within their community. You know, Asians, Asian American money averages staying in their community, I think, almost 20 plus days before it leaves the community. Um, Latinos is like 13. Um, white is like, I think, 10. Well, and it, says, it says a dollar circulates for 20 days in the white community, yep. but only six hours in the black community. Exactly. So his, his idea is, you know, we we're not as low on the, the wealth scale as, you know, one would have you believe the problem is our money doesn't circulate within our own community so community wise we are poor <laughs> but we're actually one of the biggest spenders in the economy well yeah I thought we were the biggest yeah I think we are the biggest so we're the biggest spender in the economy and we don't but the money's not circulating within our own community so this is this, this whole we venture don't have interest- yeah we don't have a way for it to stay within our own community right the infrastructure is not there it's just not and that's part of the reason why Greenwood happened to begin with, because white folks couldn't stand to see that infrastructure being hmm. built and everybody brown and black. So, so maybe I'll get a house loan with Greenwood. We'll see how that works out. I mean, I'll be one hundred percent honest. Like I've already committed that you know, as soon as I'm available, able to, I'm going to start an account with them. Now it's going to be your main account or a secondary account, or I mean, it could turn into my main account. I got to see how it works first. You know, you got you got to make sure everything worked first before you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a like I'm not a fat fan of the chime stuff. I mean, I think a lot of that is because I am kind of I'm a little more old school. Whereas, like, you want a brick and mortar I, business? Not that I need a brick and mortar business, but there are times when I'm glad that there is one <laughs> because, like, what if my what if I lose my card or what if my card gets stolen? I can cut it off, but I can go to my bank and get it, at least a temporary card next day, you know, next business day. Man, Man. And I'm going to call BS on that because you got NFC in your phone just like everybody else. And no, but I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying that, though. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like I said, I'm old school. I don't mind the sliding of the card. You know, I, I'm a actual for me, the one of the reasons why I don't do NFC is because I know I have the tendency to spin like it's going out of style. So I feel it's, it's too accessible. And I know it sounds crazy, but the fact that I have to pull out my wallet 
and then pull out the card. It gives me some time to think about, do I really want to do this? You know, and that's just what it is for me. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I like I like a brick and mortar. I'm not against this, you know, and like I said, if I'm, I'm looking for a house loan, I'll probably look at it. Definitely, you know, because it makes sense. You know, as a, as a, as a black person, I feel like, you know, I should. As far as my other money, I'm kind of with you. Like, well, let's make sure this works because for me to move from a brick and mortar to a non-brick and mortar, it would be huge for me. So I, I definitely want to make sure that this works. And my assumption is that by the time it gets to that point, it'll, you know, the money be protected by the FDIC and all this other stuff. So, you know, but hey, all I'm saying is if it's legit and it works well, go for it. Why not? You know, not it doesn't matter if you're a black and, a black and brown person either. You know, because when it's all said and done, you know, you should put your money where your money does best for you. And if Greenwood seems to be that thing, then that's where your money goes. You know? So I'm a fan. I think it's dope. I think it's dope that they named it after um, Tulsa's Greenwood. You know? We'll just have to see. You know, what's going on with that? But yeah. So that'll be interesting. So January, huh? January. I'll be waiting. Word. All right. Now that we got all that basic stuff out the way, now it's time to get down. You said with basic the stuff. <laughs> all that basic stuff. Man, because you all know, man, people come for that stuff. People always come for the My Five, dog. It is all about the My Five. Because people want to hear, for whatever reason, people want to hear our opinions on stuff. And, you know, I'm pretty sure you made a whole bunch of enemies when you talk about Post Malone at the end of that joint. <laughs> Man. <laughs> don't, 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 don't sell me Kid Rock the new version. I'm. <laughs> so. Kid Rock the new version. <laughs> and yes, to carbon date ourselves, the Lakers won the championship today. Woo! As a How's that carbon date ourselves? It tells you what day we did it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. Congrats to the Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. I'm flexing. I'm a Lakers fan. All right. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, I didn't win it. <laughs> well, you're a fan. Yeah, but man, there are a lot of people just like, we won it. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, I could say that, but... I ain't strap on no jersey. I ain't take no charge from nobody. I didn't even practice. <laughs> well, I would say without fans like yourself, there are no Lakers. Just saying. That sounded really cheesy, then, bro. It was true. Um, I mean, it'll be the Lakers, but ain't nobody getting paid trillions of dollars either. No. I'm <laughs> just saying. But somebody wanted <laughs> one beer for you. So that's kind of dope. Yeah. All right, so, all right, since AG feels like he's ready, top five underrated artists or groups? Well, not top five, your five underrated artists or groups. Okay, actually, I was listening to Ozzy Osbourne today on the way home. Why? And you say, why? (laughs) Sorry. That's cold-blooded, man. Why y'all up in my shirt about, you know what? 
That's why I don't know about like you. Anyway, that's true. Won't be the time. <laughs> anyway, I'm listening, right? And I'm listening to an older record. And the reason why that means something is because in '89 he got a new guitar player. His name was Zach Wild. Changed everything, and I appreciate that. Zach Wild's a bad, bad, bad man. But the guitar player that came before him almost got the stink eye. Not because he did anything. It's just because he wasn't Zach Wilde. And so I'm sitting here going, I'm really listening. I'm like, you know what? Jakey Lee is severely underrated. Now, if you're listening to this and you're a a rock and roll fan and you like guitar players, you'll get this. Everybody else is like, what in the world is he talking about? But all I'm saying is... That would be me. I know. But all I'm saying is... This guy was not underrated until the day after somebody came and took his job. But the bottom line is, Jake Healy's a great guitar player. Number two, Duran Duran. I like Duran Duran. I know they're popular. Say what? I like Duran Duran. Well, they're, they're they're a great band. But what I'm saying is, I think people don't really realize how good their songwriting is. And how good their their uh, musicianship is, and I think it's those pretty faces that has taken some of their credibility. So in that way, I think they're really over uh, underrated because they really are beasts, but people don't really realize it because they look good. So her that was name number, is Rita. Number two. Where we dancing under something? You know why? <laughs> Just why? Why would you just do that? Because that song is dope, man. It is dope. So learn it and then you can come back. Yeah, whatever. I just felt like, you know what? Doing it. Yeah, I know. You you felt like ruining my my five. That's what you felt like. I mean, I can continue. Please don't. (laughs) Continue. The next one is the time. (laughs) I love the Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Really, Ruben? Oh, we will. We will. Younger love. Hi. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of the time. I love the time. I don't but know see, how the they're underrated, they but okay. But no, no, no they're, they're, a lot they're of underrated. Don't give them. They're underrated. Hey, thank you, because they don't. It's like they. I think that they're just a victim of history, because they came in in a time where there was Prince. So they had. The, they're in this. They're in the, the that vacuum, that Minneapolis vacuum. But because Prince took up so much of it, I think they become an afterthought. And then Jerome made that movie, Uh Under the Cherry Moon. And it just, I just don't think that people really understand how dope the time were. And I don't think that they put two and two together between uh, Terry Lewis, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis, which were, you know, two, two thirds of the songwriting. And so, because of all of those things together, I really don't think people take them seriously. And Jungle Love doesn't help, even though it's a great tune. I, but I, I just don't think that I just don't think that they they're I just don't think they roll off the tongue enough. I think the problem me. is that unless you're a fan and you've listened to their albums, all you know is Jungle Love and the and the Bird, whatever that is. Right. Yeah. The bird. That's mm-hmm. it. But they got some other tracks that are super dope. And like you said, the production is solid. But that's all most people know because those were in the movies. Not, and not only that, I mean, their underratedness also goes to like the brilliance of Prince because some of the songs were basically songs Prince wrote and was like, oh, I think these are too black, so I'll give it to them. 
<laughs> I mean, no, that was that was his words. Those like because he didn't ever yeah. never wanted to be boxed in to just making black quote unquote black music. So if if he had a song that he thought was gonna be boxing him in, hey, somebody, they, y'all can do it. <laughs> hey, he ain't wrong. I get it. Yeah. So the times I was thinking, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Because what was it? Eight six seven five three eleven. Was that their first hit? Uh, was that their first one? Probably. That's. The, I think it was. I think that's the first non-movie song hit that they had. Yeah, because that that the song that was on that record. I mean, the yeah, the song that was on that record came out before. Yeah. Ice Cream Castle. Because then the biggest one that hit was the bird. Right. That was on Ice Cream Castle. And then when. Jungle Love came out. I mean, that almost caught up to the bird, but the bird was super dope. Right, and all that happened on Ice Cream Castles. Yeah, right? all, all all three of those. So, um, and then you're right so yeah, under was... the cherry moon, and yeah, yeah. But basically, that whole album, like, what time is it? Prince wrote the whole album, <laughs> so, so they were pretty much all Prince songs. True. <laughs> I did not know. Yeah, that. They're, yeah. they're they're all yeah. Prince songs. That's why they were. That honestly, I, that's why I feel like they were so awesome because Prince was like, you know, Prince for his music, you know, Prince for his mu- for his movies, but there are not a lot of people who say Prince was a great songwriter unless you you are a Prince fan. Like he wrote, he wrote a lot of good songs, like just regular good songs. It, I don't think he's known in the industry as a great songwriter. Ooh, that's not true. No, I mean, no, he he's clearly known, but I mean, I think I think a lot of people don't know how many songs he wrote for other people. Truth, I think that I think the clue was that the Looking Glass would have been uh, Sinead O'Connor when he uh, let her do a version of um, "Nothing Compares to You," yeah. which a lot of people in the you know a lot of people that don't didn't know Prince intim- intimately thought it was her song. Until they started, they found out it's like, wait a minute, Prince wrote that? Jeez, Prince wrote so. almost all the ice cream castles too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, don't be sleeping on it, dude. The thing about it is, it wasn't publicly known that he wrote all this stuff. No, but I mean, he did say later on, I mean, people announced it. Like I said, you know, he basically gave them songs that he thought was going to box him in as an artist. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. Continue. It's all good. Um, Dave Matthews band. Dave Matthews. I think. I think. And my my wife reminded me. I'm seeing them in a vacuum, and in my vacuum, they're all world. But in general, I don't think people really realize how how you know. There's they're the five studs, really. I shouldn't say five. I should say the entire band because their band has grown a little bit and and. Subtracted one person over time, but still, everybody in that band is like all world, and it's just like I don't think people realize that. Um, I saw him live one time, and I'm like, it's like that. Yeah, it's just like that. So, in my world, not so much, but I think in general, Dave Matthews Band kind of they're a little underrated, based on the amount of good songs they have and the level of musicianship. So. That's my four and my five. I mean, because they're pretty popular. They are. You could be popular and underrated, though. Well, yeah, 
Because, I mean, I just told you about Duran Duran. People think they're pretty. And I get that they're they're physically attractive. But what you don't realize is these guys can play. And they can write. So, but anyway, it is what it is. But my last one is Cypress Hill. I love me some Cypress Hill. And I don't know why people don't like them more. <laughs> that was a personal thing. Hmm. I don't know if it's actually true or not. But that's what I feel about it. No, you're right. A lot of people don't like Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill is one of those groups that you either love them or you don't like them. There's rarely a somebody okay. who's like on the fence. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm, you know, I love them because it's like, I think that um, Rap Superstar, I heard that and I was like, whoa. Then I bought the CD and I was like, okay, this is for real. This is more than insane in the brain. So yeah, this they're good. I love them. I mean... So, for me, I think Cypress Hill is okay. I don't hate them. However, you know, unfortunately, Cypress Hill, one of their songs is really connected in a negative way with me, which sucks. But it's just one of those things like, you know, what I guess one of my good friends in college, when I went to college the first time um, at ODU, he loves Cypress Hill. Like the dude loves Cypress Hill and he was from Jersey and cool dude, whatever, whatever. And he always loved, I could just kill a man. And I was just like, first of all, okay, you can like that song. I don't think it's good, but hey, it's your decision, whatever. Well, unfortunately, he came back from, he was coming back from a party one night and he got shot by two kids, basically. They were trying to rob him and he was kind of drunk and he had no money. And they didn't believe he had any money. And they shot him and ran away. So for me, like that song, not a fan. Because it's like a it's like a personal thing with me. But I mean, some of the tracks are, are pretty okay. I would just say, you know, they I'm not into the whole weed stuff. So they lost me with that, which is most of their material. So yeah. Understood. Uh huh. But cool. That's your my five? Yes, it is. Awesome. Moby, what you got? All right. I'm a I'ma throw y'all off. Um, typically when we talk about music, um strictly in the southern hip hop lane. But um, yeah, none of them are on my five underrated. Um, I did have some honorable mentions. I ain't going to talk about them, but t- the time was one of them. Like, I really, they were almost in my list. So that's why I was excited when you said them. But number five is A. Marie. Now, she had the song in the early 2000s. She was nominated for Grammys. Um, but the, the number one reason I say that she's so underrated is because without A. Marie, the whole sound that Beyonce came in with, with the crazy in love, using the go-go music, None of that happens because she was kind of the originator of the the sound Beyonce had as a solo artist. And her album Mm -hmm. Touch is like, I still have that album. I was listening to it the other day. Like she's made five albums, although two of them were independent. And so, which means nobody really heard them other than people who were proactively seeking them like me. And I, I think they're all great. But um, yeah, so I put her up there mainly for influence, but I, I think she's incredibly underrated. 
considering how many you know awards that she won she's a songwriter too but that one thing with the go-go band man that song was huge um number four this is gonna sound really weird coming from me probably but a lot of people don't know i'm a huge old school um fan the whispers i think they're one of the most underrated um r&b groups of all time um for real the whispers are underrated. yeah i think they're underrated i mean all right because when you when you have people talk about like their premier bands of like the 70s and 80s like people will say earth wind and fire and then usually the, the list kind of stops they'll say earth wind and fire the gap band i never hear people say the whispers but if you look at their portfolio of music and how you know the decades i would say they're right in line but i don't ever hear people say that Okay, because maybe I'm just in a vacuum with that because, you know, you grew up listening to what your parents exactly. listened to. And so I'm thinking, the, how can the whispers be underrated? But what you said is true. I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, when people, when people talk that. about, you know, the musical artists that were big in their time, they never get mentioned. Right, right. And the other group, my, my number three, is in that same time frame too. Confunction. They never get mentioned. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> And can function as a band, yo, yo. If you can, you appreciate guitar riffs, but can function has a song called "Love on Your Mind." Like four minutes <laughs> and fifty seconds into that song, the guitar riff that goes on for like forty-five seconds, I will put that up against any guitar riff ever. He kills it. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I remember that. Yeah, you're right about can that. function was a dope band. Cause like nobody mentions them until somebody it, does. It, it's it, like oh. it, when somebody does, people go, "Oh man, loves train." Like people can can yeah. rattle off songs, but don't nobody ever mention them. So exactly. underrated. Well, joining is a love train. I'm sorry. Because I think a lot of people think that's probably the Ohio. I mean, not the Ohio players, but um, Parliament for the love of money. Who does love of money? For the love of money. I don't know. I know that. Uh, I know that. What you call him? Gerald Levert's dad. What Gerald is that? Gerald yeah. Dad. What, what was his um, name? The OJ? That's yeah, right. That the OJ. OJ. A lot of people think that song is the OJ. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I, I totally get that. That was a good one. That was a good one. I hadn't heard that name in a minute. Um, number two, um, this is kind of a me thing because they only made two albums, but Jeanne in the 90s, like if you grew up in the 90s, you understand. Hey, Mr. DJ. When that song comes on the part that was her that was Jeanne. yeah that was it was yeah, a group it was, it was two of them it was two women yeah okay yeah was it one <laughs> yo well some a lot of people have covered that song since then that's why i was just like okay okay yeah but nobody sounded like Jeanne. it was it was two women but one of them decided she didn't want to be in the industry no more she kind of wanted to settle in family so they only made two studio albums but i mean they had some bangers request line okay. groove thing Crush, oh, they had they had some hits. But my number one is this they're writing the theme with the band though. Mint condition. They're the most underrated oh. group of all time, in okay. my opinion, because they're an actual band and they kill it musically. Like yeah, you right. go to a mint condition show, they kill it. And then you look at their discography and how long they've been making relevant music. I mean 90s, 2000s, 2010s, they've had a top 20 song in three decades in a row. 
Our cousin Karen goes to see them anytime she gets a chance. I don't, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Yeah. So it, when you said that, I was like, okay. Yeah, she you're loves right. those cats. You're right. Di- oh, Diary man. of a Mad Band. Yeah. So that was a good list. So yeah, but you know, I, I knew I'd switch it up. No, no rappers on my list. It was all. Yeah, you didn't catch your mouth there with that. <laughs> I knew you was gonna. I thought you was gonna be dirty south for real. No, nah, man. Because like, really, man. My musical selection is all over the place, but I love old school soul R&B. I mean, I'm a huge Boosie Collins fan. Like, so the old bands, like when actually it actually was a band, I'm I'm I was a huge fan. Got it. Well, all understood. Right. Good stuff. I've heard of Confunction. Uh, my dad used to play them when I'm trying to sleep back in the day. <laughs> when you're trying to sleep, well, you know, yeah, man. The, 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 I mean, fact, the fact that you just said it like I, I felt like that was blasphemy oh yeah I, I heard of that my dad played man your dad, dad your, your dad knew what time it was that's what that was I mean you know my dad be, he be sitting up listening to music man I'm trying to sleep in the right next door and I'm just like really dude and it's not like it was low so you know you just gotta learn how to that's why I sleep through anything now Cause if you can sleep through Parliament Funkadelic and come function in one night, you can sleep through anything. Boy, your dad used to be getting down. That's what I'm talking oh, about. That, man. <laughs> and, and his lazy boy with his beer, shoot, stop playing. And he had it on vinyl, man. Dad don't be playing, man. Dad don't. Man, play I, I got the whispers on vinyl. I got confunction on vinyl. He got vinyl. that too. He got that. He had, you know, I got pretty much Boosie Collins on vinyl. Yep, he got that. You know, pretty much anything like during Christmas, man. Was the Manhattan Christmas album? The Manhattan Christmas album, one of the yeah, greatest. Man. Yeah, well, he play- Christmas time, boy. That's every day. <laughs> and I miss you, and I miss you. I can't lie. You know, I'm not as good as them, obviously. But you know, yeah, he's man. Dad's got a whole bunch of old stuff, man. So I grew up on that old stuff, not necessarily on purpose, but. You know, it is what it is. Because when you sit in the bed, you can't sleep. You might as well listen to it. That is kind of dope. You know. So, I guess I go through my list, which will be no surprise to anyone. Um, but let's start with my first one. Yo, man. So, I think it's interesting when you can make music. And you're not really a musician. Yo, you can say what you want, but the Lonely Island made some pretty good, funny music. And half the time they weren't even like trying. You know, because normally you notice, you notice they, you know, if you watch that live, they made I'm on a boat and all that crazy stuff for SNL. But yo, man, real talk, if you sit there and you listen to the craziness, it's quality music. Like, it's better than me, people who be trying. You know? So, I think they're underrated as musicians, but the cool thing is they're not trying to be musicians. You know? They're just trying to make some funny stuff. I mean, you got stuff about, um, like, when they made that movie, you got a, a track called I'm So Humble, and they had Adam Levine on it. And the dude's talking about how he's humble. It's like, really? It sounds dumb. But it's crazy. And then there's another track, um, uh, Turn Up the Beat, you know, that was also on the album, uh, was also on the movie. But the person who sung that was Emma Stone. 
you know, for Easy A and Spider-Man and all that. She sung that, man. And you would have never thought it was like an actress, I guess. You thought it was just some person they found. No, nah, some actress. And she's like actually interesting with it. So, but, and then I'm just on that type of stuff. Um, to kind of piggyback on AGs, I'm going to name the other group who, even though a lot of people probably back then thought they were they weren't overrated, they weren't underrated. I think they're underrated because nobody really talks about them. And that's Hall and Oates. Man, I almost said that. Hall and Oates, man. I, I really did. They got some quality, but it's all like slow. Not slow, but it's not like, it's not, they're not, they don't got no bangers that you can pump in the vehicle, but they just got quality music. You know? Your kiss is all resist. I mean, like, really? It's like, yeah, I'm not driving it. Like when I drive, when I used to play it in my car, my windows are probably up. But it's just like it's not. It's just good, wholesome music. She's a man eater. I mean, come they on, got, man. I got the food line specials when I used to work in food line back yeah. then. They used to play. I'd be in the back rocking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all the oats doesn't. They don't. I mean, they weren't pretty. You know, as Duran Duran was. I mean, dude had Oates had the serious, you know, mustache like he was in pornography, and then the the fro. I mean, come on, man, these guys couldn't have been more different. It, but they came out with solid music, which when you talk about music from the '80s, and you go, if you name 25 artists, Hall and Oates ain't popping up. They're just not. But they're underrated like a champ. I think Janelle Monae is underrated. I think she comes out with quality music, but only certain people or certain certain um, people who look for certain things listen to it. Like this, this is not my wheelhouse. However, still, still yeah. I'm just shocked. I was like, wow. So let's see here. We have a um, it was some abortion restrictions. You know, now let's undo all that yeah you know um you don't have to wait 24 hours before an abortion don't have to get counseling and you don't have to under seek undergo ultrasound and counseling before having an abortion yeah how about you just let them have an abortion it doesn't have to be done by a practitioner a physician a physician a doctor and you don't have you can do it in the bottom of your basement if you choose to do so but it has to be a nurse practitioner though it does have to be yeah. a nurse practitioner Casino game and sports betting. Yeah, we all we about to be we about to be the new Las Vegas. What's up? Truth. That opens up. Monument removal. Yeah, we saw a bunch of those get taken out this this week. Yep, they taking them out. Stonewall Jackson rode off to the sunset, and a couple other ones in Portsmouth. You know, Robert Lee still standing there. I don't know how much longer. Yeah, not longer, but that thing is freaking huge. So it's gonna take. That thing is huge. It's going to take a minute for that. And also, um, you can't get suspended if you don't pay your court costs or fine. I know a whole lot of people <laughs> glad about that. Keep, I can keep my driver's license. <laughs> That's right. Your driver's license cannot be suspended because you owe court costs. Truth. But isn't that the purpose of 
they're gonna have to find see some of this stuff to me when i read it has unintended consequences but we'll we'll see how it plays out yeah we'll see how it plays out because i i saw the driver's license thing and and you know in in my youth and irresponsibility that's happened to me a couple of times it's like be responsible pay your stuff but if you're not going to be responsible i'm going to lean on you until you do what you're supposed to do i think that that's fair but if you take that away it's going to cause a whole bunch of other problems based on what i see because it, it, think you know yeah my thing is why would you do that because man you ain't never get your court fines now <laughs> that's the only reason why people paid them yeah exactly but but again like i, like I said it's, it, if you if you come up with something else then then okay i get it but if you don't oof, that's not gonna be good yeah appreciate the gun, the pro gun rally in january two of it had over twenty thousand people there but yep they changed some stuff background checks on all firearm sales thank you Reinstating a one handgun purchase per month because why do you need two in a month? Establishing a red flag law, um, which basically means that if you crazy, we can come take your guns. <laughs> if you certify, we can come take your guns. I think that's a smart move. Um, and also, allowing localities to regulate firearms on public property. Eh, whatever. Um, now, Late payments on rent. The landlord can charge for late fees on rent 10% of the remaining balance owned by the tenant. Um, so the new law is they can't charge late fees um, once it's in the rental agreement. So apparently they can charge late fees, like different late fees or whatever, or t- up to 10% if it's not in the rental agreement. But now they, it's got to be in a rental agreement. So yeah, that's what right. I took from it too, and I was like, "That's scary." Who knew? I don't. Really well, I mean, your late fee is about ten percent. The thing about it is, they just put it. They just put it in the. Uh, well, if you're living in an apartment complex, it's in your lease. But if somebody you're renting from a personal person, it's got to be in your. It's got to be in the lease saying that late fee is ten percent. Most dealings like that didn't have that, so, I mean, just pay your bill on time. Well, true enough, but that's still that loophole is scary to me because, like, like, it, like the my takeaway from this was like you can tar- charge somebody like fifty percent. I'm like, whoa! Now you're well, yeah. right because I owed you the money, but you gotta just kill me. Come on, man. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah. So what can happen is basically if you paid your rent late, you know, they could be like, well, we're gonna do ten percent, but in the lease, if it said five percent. I mean, they could charge you 10%. Right. So pretty much all now, since I just signed a lease the other day, or yesterday, or today rather, it was today. I mean, it's just in the lease saying it's 10%, but it's always been 10% in any lease I've had. Well, I haven't read it from a person. Well, so. yeah, yeah, that's exactly what what you said is exactly the what uh, they're trying to protect the consumer from, which yeah. is somebody just arbitrarily charging you what they want to, and they got you because of where you're going. So yeah, I get that. So I thought there were pretty good changes, except for that whole driver's license suspension thing. And the whole now go, where is the part where they're talking about marijuana? Well, I was about to get to that. Okay. So um, now basically, anything less than an ounce is not um, jail time. You can get a fine, but it's not jail time. 
Now, if you have if you get caught, caught by the cops with marijuana on them, it's a twenty-five dollar fine. It's like a ticket violation. So basically, they can't take an ounce. Like you can't you can't say, well, you got two ounces and put you in jail for a year. Right. Nah, son. Right. So, but you know, obviously, the more you have, there, there are different laws. But so, see, now it's going to make a lot of sense. Because right now it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, they find a roach in your car. You're going to jail for 20 years. Come on, man. Pretty much. Yeah. So, That's yeah. A dumb part. Okay. That makes um, more sense. Because I read it and I was like, what? But now I get it now. Okay. And also, um, criminal records of previous simple possession convictions will no longer be made public. That's big. It is. Well, yeah, because now what they used to do, once again, if you had an ounce in your car, they put your picture in the paper. And be like, yo, this person had got caught with marijuana. Whereas now, they're not gonna, they're not gonna, um, you, they're not gonna put your old stuff in there. Right. So they can, but before they can list your whole dossier. <laughs> so loopholes. I mean, close them. Yeah. Um, of course, the Virginia Values Act, which bars discrimination against anyone in housing, employment, or healthcare because of their sexual orientation or gender identify. Um, we are the first southern state in the United States to explicitly protect LGBTQ plus residents of their state law. That's awesome. It is because they're still we're a Commonwealth. Right? Can't treat yep. people poorly. Yep. Um, parole changes. Um, so, if you went to jail between 1995 and 2000, you could be eligible under parole because what was going on is um, during that time. Um, juries were not properly instructed that parole was abolished in Virginia in 1995. So it also says that another one says that juvenile offenders in the prison for prison terms of 20 years or more are eligible for parole. So pretty much life in Virginia is 15 years. Right. And in 95, you know, basically parole was taken away. But Apparently, you know, that is not humane, I guess. You serve a 10-year bid, you can't get parole. That's kind of messed up. And I guess in 2000, they put it back. But what happened is they didn't retroact it to 95. So now those people who went to jail between 95 and 2000 and you're serving like 50 years, you couldn't get parole. You weren't eligible. But now you are. So now you can automatically get parole, which means you'll be out. Which for some people is good, for some people is not. Um, the threshold for regular driving charge went from 80 to 85. Let's drive faster now, everybody. But if you get caught going 20 over the speed limit, that's still reckless driving. So basically, when you're driving out 64 and it goes to 70, you can go 80 and be good. That's not reckless driving. On June 30th, if you drive 80, that's reckless driving. Hence why I never drove 80 on 64 because I'm not trying to get that reckless driving kicker. Now, if you get drive 85, you will get the reckless driving kicker. So now people, you'll see a lot of people driving 80 miles per hour now, which is fine. Wait, man, I thought it was 85. 80 miles per hour. No. Because, all right, regular driving is 20 over the speed limit or right. a certain amount in a school zone. I think it's like 15. And you get reckless driving for that. However, on the interstate, when it goes to 70, reckless driving is 80. 
So that's only 10 over from 70. Well, they changed that because that's not really that fair. <laughs> I mean, to be real with you, it's not. So you have people in the left lane going 72 when they should be in the right lane. So now, basically, you can go 80. You might get a ticket for going 10 over, but you're not getting that reckless driving kicker. You know? So, I mean, you just get more tickets now because people now won't be afraid to go over 80. But if they go to 85, that's reckless driving. Eh, teach his own, I guess. Okay. Um, election day is now a special state holiday. Lee Jackson Day is not. Yay. Sure, whatever. Um, no, man, because, I mean, trying to vote and then going to work is kind of a drag, so I'll take it. Yeah. Um, now, the Statue of Liberty for sexual abuse. So, um, basically, um, you got 10 years to bring action against your attacker. But that only applies to incidents after July 1st. So I don't know what it was before. It, it doesn't say. Um, but now, so now you have a 10, you have a 10 year buffer. Whereas like in New York, it doesn't matter. There's no limits anymore right. on that in New York. So if you, Virginia, if you do something to somebody July 1st, then you got till July 2030 to get it done. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah. So <laughs> tethering animals outdoors. So tethering an animal is outside um inadequate shelter is not safe from predators or well suited to tolerate the environment. So basically you can't if it's a hundred degree day, you can't tell your dog up outside and you ain't got a dog house. You'd be amazed at the people that that this oh, applies yeah. to. Yeah. So, animal control officer can inspect a pet's individual circumstances to determine if conditions are safe. So, basically, you know, you put your dogs in the back, in the back now, not in the front. That's basically what it says. Out of out of sight, out of mind. You know, if you tie your dog up, you better have a doghouse. You know, because that is they're saying this. You know, it's not shelter from the environment. So, right. Um, and voting. Um, now you can vote absentee by removing um, it repeals so you don't have to declare a reason anymore you also don't have to have your photo ID and it extends a deadline for returning to absentee ballots so basically like I've done an absentee ballot before so you have to do it within a certain time and you gotta show ID it's, it's like crazy like they have to you have to request it online and then they ask for information like on your driver's license and stuff. So like, and then they match up and then they send it to you and then you have to give it to them in a certain amount of time or it doesn't count. So yeah. So, cause you get a lot of absentee balance after the day after the election. Yes. Just because if you're mailing it, you got to deal with the mail system. And now as a state holiday, that means there'll be no mail delivered on that day, which is even more interesting. So yeah, get stuff in early. And then they got a book that has all these new laws taking effect. Now, I think a lot of these laws are awesome. Um, it shows that we are moving to the future and we're fixing some of the garbage before. So, 
you know, I'm fine with it. What about you? No, I dig it. Um, like I said before, I don't think uh, giving people too much power with you know less responsibility is a good idea um i've been in that situation before and not been responsible and had my license suspended you you gotta have stuff like that in place where people will run you over now i will say this i don't know if they have other plans to keep people in line because like you said they just the only reason they paid it is because they're about to get their license suspended or revoked that's the only thing that is stopping them from just being like irresponsible so I'm like, if you got the ticket, pay the fine, pay the court cost, keep it moving. If you get the ticket and you don't pay nothing, you don't show up, you got to go down for that. And anything that looks like people are getting power without responsibility bothers me. So that's the only thing that really bugged me about all of this. I thought all of you know, for the most part, is really good. So like I said before, the jury's still out because I don't know if they've done something to balance this. But if they haven't, it's going to be a mess. So... The president is at Mount Rushmore. They're not going to have masks. He's an idiot. Next next thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just... I don't think I'm wrong with that statement. Um, 11 public employees test positive for COVID-19 in Tampa Bay. Huh, wonder why. Because it's Florida and they're all together. Yeah, man. Gotta love Florida. Um... What else? Wow. Other than that, man, things are crazy. Second part of 2020, people are hoping that it's better than the first part. They mm. can hope all they want to, but I don't think it will be. And I guess the last thing we need to talk about, and I can make this my part, my party shot. So the Washington football team's probably going to change their name. Um, I think I have kind of spoken about it before um was was the grand scheme of things is just change the name just make sure it's cool and let's move on i mean nike took all this apparel down so you can't buy it you know fedex is like hey how about you change that name say we get because we gave you 205 million dollars for naming rights okay that's fine um yeah it, it is just time man it's really just time just do it so I hope I hope to get it done. You know, the the other hope is I hope that um the name's cool because the name sucks. I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> I think you won't be alone, <laughs> but I'm sure they'll get it right. And one more thing, Hamilton. I've never seen it. I will probably see it. That is, if I'm not, you know, being put to death by all these people talking about it, like I'm over it. <laughs> you know, I, I really don't want to watch it at this moment because I, even though I've heard it's so good, it's so awesome, you know, I'm just sick of you talking about it. You know? Well, we're going to watch it tomorrow morning. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. You seem thrilled. <laughs> Man, you have no idea. I'm bouncing up and down. <laughs> I mean, what, let me say this. It is not like I feel um, that is terrible. I really don't. It's probably super dope. I'm sick of hearing about how great it is. 
I am over it. And yeah, that's what that's about. Um, and I can't, it was one more thing that popped into my head as well. Um, yeah, man. Um, hey, man, Biden, just pick Harris and call it a day. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm thinking that he's going to do the same thing. I mean, because Warren, Warren is not, she is not Nancy Pelosi crazy. And she's kind of an extremist to certain things. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know who the other three are. So, um, <laughs> okay. I mean, I've heard of them. I've been trying to read stuff about them, but you know, Kamala Harris, honestly, she dropped out the race. She was like the first one to drop out the race. And I just feel like she got talked to. Hey, drop out the race. And if when, when Biden wins the Democratic nomination, it's you. Not that any other woman, not any other one would be bad. I mean, but she's by far the most known. Um, she's in California. So that's whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, just, yeah. I think all of them are great. I just don't know enough about the other three and crazy one to um to really just make an opinion. But maybe I just need to educate myself. But when it's all said and done, I'm not making decisions, so I don't really care. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for this stuff to get started because I know they're not going to um they're not going to um debate because Trump's terrible at that. Um so yeah, you know. I just feel like that it's time to move on and, you know, hopefully COVID-19 goes to COVID zero. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, it's wishful thinking, but, you know, it's just one of those things, man, that, um, you know, hopefully it gets better before it gets any worse because I don't know much worse I could take. Well, I don't know about that, man, because it is what it is. It's going to happen. We'll just have to deal with it. Um, there's so much happening right now. Sometimes I get overwhelmed, overwhelmed when I think about it. But my parting shot is just um, something I've noticed in the last couple of months. But and it's a it's kind of an oxymoron, but not really. But if you really look at it, man diametric opposition lives freely on common ground and what I mean by that is you can have a lot in common with somebody and still be polar opposites like when you started talking about Candace Owens last week Owens last week Mm -hmm. same thing y'all have a lot in common until you don't (laughs) that's real and so I'm just letting you know, be vigilant. Just because somebody says the same things that you're saying doesn't mean y'all are the same person. And it doesn't mean that that person doesn't agree with someone else secretly. Because a lot of people, based on what they believe, David Duke, he could have been president. Because 
their thinking lines up. But at the end of the day, they ain't voting for that dude. However, there are people who don't think certain things or whatever it is, but they would have voted for him behind closed doors. So be vigilant. Don't let that topical stuff think that you're on somebody's team that you're not, or you're not on a team, but you really are. Just be vigilant. This is a time to really, really pay attention and be careful. You just don't know. That's my part and shot. Wow. Very true, sir. Very true. Keep your head on the swivel and always keep your eye on the prize. But don't let the crap slide past you. Because if you do, it's just sad. So, it's been an awesome show. Yes, it has. Hope everybody enjoyed it. You know, make sure you go to the website, 5minutewarning.com. Leave us a message. Um, also, you know, hey, y'all, just be be nice to people. Be safe out there. Don't If you got to think about it twice, you probably, you probably shouldn't do it. And... You know, it's hot out there. Stay inside, yo. I mean, ACs. I understand. AC, a, a pool. Just be safe. It's Don't go to a beach. Just resist the hangout, man. Just resist the hangout. Because one day we'll be able to hang out all we want. But that day ain't the day. So, other than that, once again, thank you. I'm AG. Awesome episode. You know, we'll be back with you next week. I'll be another year older. And hopefully still smart. I don't know. We'll see how the brain works after that. But it's been five minute warning. Ruben, peace out. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there. Hey, if you go across that street, I'm going to kick your ass. So five-year-old me slowly walked across the street. And turned and looked at him? Turned around and said, are you going to kick my ass now? Yeah, I got a really bad whooping. <laughs> like, really bad. And then... It was so bad, my mom had to stop it. Well, which lets you know, like, when your mom got to stop a whooping, that that means, like, she she knows, like, you going to die. <laughs> you going to die? And, and the problem was, like, I would not cry because my rebellion would not let me. And he was getting mad because I would not cry. Therefore, he went from whooping me to trying to fight me. So she had to step in. And I ain't gonna fight you when you five. To this day, she always used to joke and be like, you was never gonna let that man see you cry. <laughs> so you, you said I, something I, about this before, and now we know why you did 
now we know the entire story yeah so you know i will say as a kid that was a mistake you know what i'm saying like but you it's a cry. cool story to say but you ain't cry but <laughs> i mean is it really is it really regrettable if you didn't cry not not with him in the room like uh, you know when he left you know i probably i gave it up but um yeah so. yeah you gave it up for your mom <laughs> yeah and basically that was that was a tears of joy i was like thank you for saving it you know i'm five this six six you know 200 plus pound man is damn near punching me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> God, I hope your dad never listens to this boy. I mean, look, he'll probably deny, but I mean, what are you going to do now? What, you going to kick my ass? <laughs> it might be a little different story this time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not from Shirley, it won't. Shirley still put me. Notice, I, I never said anything about my mom. <laughs> never, never. So, so number two, um, when I was in middle school and I'm, I'm just starting to hit the age where... Um, I'm trying to explore the dating scene. Um, I learned real early on that like there's some some things that you ain't supposed to do, and one of them is trying to date cousins. Wow! Um, as if they're not gonna find out somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I did that I, for about on, two man. weeks. Hey oh, man, I was oh, ambitious. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> is that what we're gonna call it? Ambition? <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't know if I want to continue this one anymore. We're getting into some different things. I mean, Look, I told you, this is personal, because when I read it, I was like, this is going to be really personal. Man, y'all might get one out of me. I mean, look, this that's cool. I, I don't have a problem saying this. I ain't saying no names. And I'm not necessarily proud of it, because, it, trust me, it didn't work. <laughs> it, 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 it did not end well for me. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, because for some reason, West I just... West Virginia? Look, man, I was being ambitious, man. Look, I, I thought, I thought that one of them could keep their mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. Really? I'm just... I can get rid of the police just, It's almost like you're going to get in trouble all over again. I can't with you, man. I can't with you. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You judging, but you ain't going to say nothing? You straight. That is so, oh, that is so too right. fisted. So, they, so, th so this one will be a little less. Um, they call that petty. This will be a little less daring. So Ruben does, you know, start pearl clutching over there. <laughs> um, He's already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so another one, I, as a teenager, um, one of the things I say was a mistake is I quit bowling. At like 16, I quit bowling. And I quit bowling for like two or three different reasons. One, because nobody thought bowling was cool. So, you know, most people didn't even know I actually did it. Two, I didn't really know that you could go to school for free for bowling because I would have been bowling my ass off at a college. <laughs> and three, I mean, it wasn't exactly the sexiest thing to tell some chick like, yo, come holler at me at this tournament real quick. Watch me, you know, roll it up for you. Like, it's just... It wasn't anything cool about it, so... You weren't hanging around with the right cool people. Probably. Probably. I mean, look, I didn't know anybody in, in Portsmouth that, that, other than the circle I hung with that bold. None. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was some out there, but they were probably just like me, just like going there on Saturday morning and not saying anything to anybody about it, you know, Monday through Friday. Yo, baby, that strikes for you. <laughs> What? That means we break it up? No, babe. It means it's good. What is wrong with you? 
I got a turkey with your name on it. That's right. <laughs> you call um, me a turkey. <laughs> let me get that this 17 one. split, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> See, that would have been the greatest line ever. I know. Only for people who understand bowling. But you, if you, if you, if you don't understand people, bowling, man. you might not get it. See, you hang nah, out with man. the wrong people. See, if you go to the bowling alley in the morning, you see people like my dad. Oh, Bro, I mean, go I, I go now. I, I bowl now. So, yeah, I, I see them people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. What is wrong with you? What are you pointing Which way are you trying to point? Like, a stroke. What's your... uh, <laughs> his dad can bowl. Yes, sir. <laughs> my dad's got like five or six perfect games. Oh man, he he's... he got rings, man. He got yes, rings. Man. Got a little championship yeah, ring for his league, and he's got five or six perfect games. Yeah, he's he's a beast. He a beast. Yeah, I've thrown I've thrown seven three hundreds, but I've only thrown two sanctioned ones, so I got two rings. I should have five rings because I bowled like three eight hundred series. See, but, man, all that yeah. all that you hanging around, it's almost like Tiger Woods, man. Bobby <laughs> don't like golf for real, but then Tiger made it cool. But you gotta hang around wait? the right people, man. I told him back in the day I would be his manager and we would have him on a we would have a lifestyle stat like cardboard cut out of him with his with his necklace on the side with well, the ball in his hand. Too. I gotta have a chain on. Yeah, and, man. <laughs> I gotta have some fronts in my mouth. Yeah, like, I ain't yeah. say front. I ain't say front. <laughs> but it'd be the chain, it'd be the it'd be the cross chain hand to the side. Mo with the bowling ball. Man, just stand up there like this. Really? Storm <laughs> with the big storm logo on his man, I could have made us some money. KB, I could have like gotta have a dope bowling shirt. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. I, I would have had a dope bowling shirt. That, that's the, 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 storm, cool. the storms were pretty dope, man. With the big storm across the joint. Yeah. Hey man. Just saying, man. You were just hanging around the wrong people, man. I'm just saying. I'm saying, man. All you gotta do is get that pro card again. What's up out here? Cause you know it's Ruben, some, it's some, it's some Ruben it, Brown Esquire. It can be some fine women hanging out at the bar, getting that, uh, getting that bowling, bowling alley food. How you doing, yeah, man? How you doing, Maybe. Big Red? <laughs> bowling, bowling <laughs> trumpets, bowling trumpets. All right, man. Cause um, y'all not gonna have me talking about bowling all night. So the number four thing, um, bowling ball girls. In high school, um, they blow into your bowling ball before I, you roll it. Really, let all it right. go. Really? It, it was. I gotta laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's just him turning red because he's embarrassed. Uh, Move on, man. Move on. I'll tell you story, man. So, um, number four, like in high school, I wasn't like I wasn't like super rebellious, man. I didn't do too much crazy stuff. But um, one time, I okay, I'm lying. It was more than once. But one time in a basketball game in high school. I was really intoxicated during that game. And it would happen to be a game that we went to like four overtimes. Ouch. And one and, and like I didn't score any points until overtime. Mainly because I think I was trying to sober up. Was that the game where the where the ref was like Yes, he said <laughs> you need to cut it out because I can smell it coming out of your pores. <laughs> And I just realized, man, that like I'm not built like them old '80s and '70s basketball players who used to smoke cigarettes and drink before a game and play. Like I, I could, I can't do that. I ain't got it. Well, they can't do it <laughs> first either. It's called conditioning. Yeah, it's the I wrong ain't got kind it. of conditioning. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, all right. So I say, I say number five. Um, it's not a lengthy story, but it's a good story. 
um, only for the people who were involved. And I think somebody who's actually listening probably will uh, remember the story. So when I was about nine years old, I had a friend that stayed near my grandma's house and I was going to my cousin's house and I begged my mom and my grandma, hey, let me take my friend to my cousin's house so we can hang out because it's like, yo, we can hang out, go to the park, play basketball, kick it. I mean, I begged them. So they said, yeah. So my friend comes, me and my cousin, we ride bikes all the time. Now I'm three, I'm two years younger than my cousin and three years younger. Male wait, wait. friend or male friend or female? Male, but male, male, male. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, so I'm three years younger than my friend and two years younger than my cousin. That's an important distinction in this story. So I'm nine, my cousin's 11, and my friend is 12. So we got three bikes because my cousin got um, brothers. He already knows the story coming. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) So so we asked him because we riding 10-speed bikes. We like, yo, you know how to ride 10-speed, right? He's like, my boy's like, yeah, man, we cool. Let's do it. So we're in Wanna Hill in Petersburg, and there's a basketball court at the bottom of the hill. So we get to the top of the hill, and we like, we gonna race down the hill. So we start booking it, racing down the hill. We like all neck and neck, and we halfway down the hill, and I hear my friend go, yo, where are the brakes? This dude is trying to pedal backwards, to stop because he's never rode a 10 speed. Did you just ask him if he rode a 10 speed? Yes. So this dude hits head on to a tree. The wheel bends. He flies off the bike head first into the tree. Bark comes off. All the skin on his forehead is gone. He's laid out on the ground like he's on a crucifix. Out cold. There's one old dude playing basketball. And my first response was, it. They never gonna let me do nothing now. <laughs> and, was like, and, and the dude and the man was trying to help out, and I was like, "Nah, man, he dead." I mean, it's he over did. with. Is that he your did. response? My co- my cousin books it back home. I'm sitting there at the court panicking because I'm thinking I'm not even thinking because I'm nine, so I'm not even processing that this man's life is over. I'm thinking about how this is gonna affect the next couple years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe <laughs> so, it. was like, boom. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We just heard, we heard, ching, ching, ching. That's it. Lights out. So, his mom, my, my cousin's mom comes, my aunt comes. We get him back home. So, we have to take him back home with a concussion, no skin on his forehead. And,. They get home. My mom's apologizing. You know, his parents are cool. They understand. We get back in the house. My cousin gets in the car where his mom goes home. So now my mom and my grandma are, my grandma don't yell, but my grandma just says a whole bunch of stuff because she's so nice that anytime she says anything mean, it like it hurts that much more. I've never seen your grandmother mean ever. So, so my mom is talking to me and she's not talking to me as if like I'm a valued member of society. She's <laughs> talking to me like I'm less than. And and I hit a boiling point because I'm nine and I'm well aware that I'm nine. And every and she was like, and you know better. Every statement is you know better, you know better. And finally I go, Mom, 
do y'all think Aaron's stupid? And my mom looked at me with all the hate in her heart and said, what did you say? I'm like, you do realize I'm the youngest one and I'm the only one that got yelled at. I'm not going to tell you what she did to me later, but <laughs> but yeah, I just what's what's on up? I, I just realized that I wasn't going to question my mom's um, thought process of me ever again. But yeah, that that was that was like the mo- worst decision I made, and I didn't even feel like I did anything wrong. But man, I, I thought I thought my best friend at the time was dead because of me. And yeah, and then I asked if they think my cousin was stupid because I don't know what happened. Like his mom, I know his mom. His mom probably got into him when he got home. But nine year old me was like, yo. Why are y'all yelling at me? Well, E Money said that was the longest ride home, too. It was. So, so apparently, <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't make the same mistake you made, but he said that was the longest ride home. You know why he didn't? Because he's not stupid. And he's three years <laughs> older than you. Okay, I got that. He but, was a veteran and I wasn't. It, you rookie mistake. <laughs> yes. But see, my thing is, in your defense, Y'all asked him, can you ride a 10 speed? Once Multiple he says yes, times. It wasn't just once. Once you said yes the first time, you know the brakes are on the handlebars, bro. You know this. So And don't use all, the front ones going that fast either. I got a question. Of all the things, I mean, you're going to a basketball court, you know, there are a couple of things he could have done. My assumption is before he got to that point, there was grass somewhere. You know, you could have jumped off the bike. Man. Why go headlong into a tree? Well, when you're going that fast, they're not, they're not a whole lot of decisions you can make. But why hit a tree? Dude, I don't think you he do wanted to hit, hit a tree. But and you see, do better and, hitting the fence. And you know, that was, player. look, hey, Moco Cowboy Cold-Blooded, he got Sonny Bono. That's not cool, man. That ain't cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah, it is. That's funny. That's, it's funny, but it ain't cool. Yeah, no, thank, thank you, E-Money, for verifying my story. I asked as soon as we pulled the bikes out. Because nine-year-old me was thinking, hey, does this 12-year-old friend of mine know how to ride a 10-speed? Exactly. You should I'm be just, completely exonerated. Not from the statement you made to your mom because you should have been smart enough to know just say nothing. Hey, and, man, if if I didn't even realize I was saying it until I said it because I just had had it. I was like, I'm not going to be the one. I'm not going to be the only one going down for this. Oh, so you need no brown now, right? <laughs> It wasn't me. It was life. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I, and, and all this, said Nino Brown, because I did get used to get called that back in the day, too. So I'm going down. Everybody going down. I just don't understand how it's all y'all fault when the dude hit the tree. No, it's not. You're seeing it wrong. Somebody was you ran almost into killed. A, no, 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 no. You're, you're seeing no, it the and, wrong and way. And I did think he was dead. Like, you, Straight up, I said it to E multiple times. He dead, man. He, he, he did. I mean, I mean, you're seeing a kid that just hit a tree going probably 35 miles an hour. All I'm saying is... No, oh, no, no. All, no. all I'm saying is... All no, his no. skin on his forehead was missing. It was so on the tree. I understand that. But all I'm saying is there's nothing else softer he could have hit. Man, you're not understanding it, bro. No, I am understanding it because I've I, jumped I, off a bike before. I, I thought all those things too, but at the time, I ain't really have time to process all that. But I'm just saying, how he, he I, money I'm was saying, like he's freaking out, y'all. 
It was like the calmest freak out because like I already accepted his death. I was like, <laughs> he was moving on to the next thing. <laughs> he did. How we gonna get? Uh, if I would have been a little bit smarter, I'd been like, yo, how can we get rid of the body? Uh, we and gotta see, take the, we gotta take this witness out of the park now because he's seen too much. Wow. <laughs> oh, my I'm thing. Sad. My thing is this. Now we understand how people respond when they do something wrong and they leave the scene of a crime. Because you're not thinking about what you've done. You're thinking about what the ramifications are. And I don't want anything to do with it. Man. It's a human all, response, all day. man. I, I, I never, never feel bad. I, I get mad at people for panicking on a situation like that because I'm like, yo, I've been there. And like, like I said, <laughs> I I'd accepted his death. I was trying to figure out how this was going to affect the next few years of my life. <laughs> What I was gonna have to do, I would have tried to get my story right with Eve, but he gonna be thinking and everything and go get an adult before we can get our story together. <laughs> so he ruined it. <laughs> Being all sensible and whatnot. I just think it's interesting that the dude had nothing else to hit but a tree. Man, Ruben, I'm telling you, man. Uh, speaking I, from I'm, a, I'm sorry for hijacking the show with my my five. Man, oh, that was but... hilarious, bro. That was gold. That <laughs> was less gold. For me. That was gold. But I'm just saying, Ruben, when you're going that fast and you because see, he was going that fast and then he thought he was under control and then figured out that he was not. And now you have to make a decision and half the time you can't make a decision because you're still panicking. And Ruben, I can't answer your question because um, just humble brag, I was in the lead. So I don't know what happened behind me. I just heard it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't know what he did. All I said just, is I just heard the. And he was right behind me. We neither one of us saw him hit the tree. And that's what I'm saying. And we saw the tr- and we saw how the front tire was bent like in a 90 degree air angle Ouch. because he hit dead on till he broke the bike. But all I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is, you didn't hit a tree. He didn't hit a tree because because we had brakes because we knew where the brakes were. Yeah, but of all the things around you, why you are you victim blaming, man? Because man. <laughs> I, I will victim blame because it's just like, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm driving. I can make a left or a right. Now I'm going to go straight into the river. You're, Yo, over, you're, you're oversimplifying this whole thing. Man, whatever. You're speaking like a guy who's never wrecked a bike. I'm just. Yeah, you, I, I'm going to be yeah. honest, yo. That was, to this day, I have never heard a louder sound in my life. I've been around gunshots. Never have I heard a louder sound than this man's forehead hitting the tree like i will i will to this day if i had a dream about that again i would get shook all over again literally man nine-year-old me was processing a man's death like i was just like he's dead and i don't know how i'm gonna get by this like because in my head i was always the person that was making the plans for how we got away with stuff so you know this i was you know what i'm glad he up here because i I've always been kind of mad at him about this too, because like, <laughs> like usually, usually he let me get us out of a situation, but this time he wanted to be responsible and like quick-witted and you know save a man's life. Like, no man, we could have got out of this. We have a gentlemen. Still believe there was a way we could have got out of this. He always had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mo B was Hannibal Smith, man. 
So we, he loves it when the player comes together. We, I mean, we, what you trying to say, this. man? Like, like, one of us had to get in trouble. We could have both been at family barbecues. We could have we could have had alibis. Nobody needed to know. We could have I mean, taken that dude out at the park. But then your friend came <laughs> Look, man, he, you think he remembered what happened? <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't. Because that's well, I mean, awful. He, to, to this day when we talked to him, he don't remember hitting the tree. I mean, he hit a tree. <laughs> Dude, that's, that, that, that's a blessing. That's a, to, to, to relive that trauma all over again? Nah. Man, whatever. You are so I mean, mean. You know what? Because, man, you act like I've never ridden on something really fast before. And I decided, you know... This is going to be a problem unless I make a move right now. Maybe, But you know what? Maybe there are just some of us on this planet who think about things differently. Fly to fight. Fly to fight. Fly to fight. That's what I, it is. I, I, he wanted to fight the tree. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he could take it. That is not cool, man. <laughs> he could take it. Hey, you can say what you want, man. But if I knew hey, I was going headlong if y'all, knew, if y'all knew this guy, though, like the way he thinks, I, I firmly believe he probably thought he could take the tree. That's just yeah. who he was. <laughs> I would have jumped out my. I would have jumped out the. I would have jumped out the off the bike and just taken a broken arm and called it a day. I've done it before, and I ain't take a broken arm. But I've jumped off stuff before, man, because you're not gonna win against the tree, especially if you can't turn. You not win it. You just not. And I'll just and yeah. Well, Moco Cowboy says something is that's, that's that's facts as far as I'm concerned, especially from a racing standpoint. But he says target fixation is an intentional phenomenon observed in humans in which an individual becomes so focused on the observed object that they inadvertently increase their risk of colliding with the object. Shout out to Wikipedia. Because in racing, what they tell you to do is if you're going into a turn, look at the point and where, where you want to be. Look at your own apex. Because if you look anywhere else, that's where you're going. And when yeah. you're going, you know, 200 miles an hour, that matters. So all I'm saying is there's something to be said for him thinking he had control, then realizing he didn't, and then realizing he didn't have time, and then panicking. There's no coming back from yo, yo, the pan- the panic was real because he yelled, where are the brakes? And I just know when he yelled, where are the brakes? A piece of me died right there because I was just like, <laughs> man, it's over. It is over. And actually, I don't know if a part of me thought it was over or if a part of me was like, he got to be joking. He got to I mean, be playing. He got to be playing with no. me. No, I'm then, just saying. He and then when that blunt force trauma happened to that tree, flex the like, bone against the hard object. It's a sound that you can't get out of your head, man. And it doesn't sound like, like said, TV either. I, I I literally put the bike down, didn't run to him, walked, and was like, "He dead, man. He <laughs> he he is dead." And, he probably and, was knocked out and wasn't moving and yeah, you're not. He, that's exactly what happened but but he just oh you know i'm not gonna say the language he used but he he just booked it up the hill and just left me he just left me he, to get help. he left me to mourn the death of my friend <laughs> myself he left you to mourn <laughs> And didn't didn't even stick around long enough for me to get a plan for us to get away with this. Actually, he was probably hoping you had a plan by the time he got back. Man, I, you know what? That's true. Because I probably, if I would have been, wouldn't have been panicking, I could have had one. And see Easy. what I tell you about panicking, Ruben? He started panicking. He never came back from it. See, he didn't have a plan. And yeah. the truth was, we weren't even supposed to go to the park because we Ooh. waited for his mom to leave. 
And then we asked his brother. We asked his oh, older no. brother. And of course, his brother was like, man, I don't care. Go to the park. So yeah, I, was I was like, I was yo. defending you. I was defending you at first, but see, you weren't supposed to be at the park. See, that's what happened when you do stuff you ain't supposed to do. See that? Everybody been there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's okay. I'm he just did, gonna stay man. over here. He did. <laughs> All I'm saying, I'm just gonna stay over here and victim blame because that tree was big and he could have did something. Actually, so, you know, with your my five, I think all of us can just leave it alone in the show because that was hilarious. <laughs> and you know, I hate, and yeah. I'm not, and I, I don't know who your friend is, and I, I want to say, I'm, I'm glad, glad that you, I'm glad you don't remember, and I'm not laughing at you, but this is a hilarious story as it's told by Moby. It's hilarious. Man, so. we've had to tell him the story like this. <laughs> and I, I'm so glad because could you imagine having to relive that, dude? I, I well, he, he had to live it for over a year because, like, he had to wait for that skin to grow back. Like, <laughs> but, but understanding how it got that way, no. That's, did no. you call? Did y'all call him Skeletor? That's Man, cool. we didn't. I didn't call him anything. He wasn't about to kick my ass. Oh. I saying like the fact that he didn't remember man he couldn't really truly blame me you know what I'm saying like but he couldn't blame you anyway because he should have said no I can't ride at 10 speed and just took that smoke because I know y'all see, gonna have jokes see E you wouldn't have got that whooping if you would have waited for me to come up with a plan if you wouldn't have abandoned me we could have got away with this wow. and he wouldn't have been able to snitch on us because he didn't remember ouch <laughs> you are you know what I learned about you that you ruthless man you straight hood uh, it's all about survival man is that what we're gonna call it is that what we're survival. gonna call it okay but man he ain't die Ouch. you know what I'm saying he if, he, if he ain't die we have to get punished we'd have been good future future gang leader <laughs> of America right here I don't see he nothing wrong die. with that statement you know what that's all I'm saying you know what <laughs> y'all are so wrong I could, I could have seen him Monday and been like yo what happened and he'd have been like, I don't know. I just woke up at Wanna Hill Park. But yo, how you get all the way over there? I can't with that's these. Cr- that's crazy, man. I cannot do it. <laughs> all I I'm saying, man. <laughs> I can't do it. All I'm saying, man. Any dude, uh, breaks or not, man, he ran straight straight into a tree. Nah, bro. That bike. That bike was done. I mean, that bike was done. With. The bike should have never hit the tree. And you know what? He, I never asked. Like, was that was Eric's bike too? <laughs> Man, no, y'all messed up, Eric. That's messed up, man. That is so foul. That is so foul. Yo, oh my God. Yo, man. Yo. How you do that to Eric like that? Hey, man. Like, yeah, man. That's foul. Do I Eric even probably really, came back. I don't even know if I want to come behind like, this, man. I, I don't well, even I know. Like, what I like your world? idea about I like your idea about ending the show. I mean, for real, I'm like, this is hilarious, bro. I, I bet mean, Eric was pissed. Oh my gosh! Oh, who I pays know. for the bike? I don't know. He had to deal with that. Who pays look, for the bike? Look, I got a question. Moby, he, Moby. That, hey, he was the older one, man. He should have been responsible. He should have been more responsible. <laughs> you know what? You know what I've learned about this whole story? Ain't, ain't nothing Eric Moby's fault. Ain't nothing Moby's fault. Nothing. He ain't taking responsibility for that. And it was a brand new bike? Yo. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh my God. He is not taking responsibility yeah. for a licking I bet, I bet Eric was so pissed. Uh, I bet he was so pissed. He was probably pissed for like a week or so. Uh, oh my God. All, all because the dude couldn't steer. The dude couldn't steer. And he couldn't hit a tree. 
Hey, man, you know what? You know what? The main one was talking about victim blaming. I apologize. I never thought about that. Like, Eric, you had to deal with Eric too and your mom. I never thought about that. All I could think was nine year old me was getting ganged up on by mom and grandma. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to go for this. Because you had it. (laughs) Red 10 speed with white wall skate. Come on, man. Oh, man, that's awful. Oh. You should feel bad. No, man. Mo ain't taking responsibility for none of this. Well, you know, what's his respons- what responsibility? The only responsibility he can take is they went to they went to the place they shouldn't have went. He can't take responsibility for hitting the tree. That's the other dude's dumb ass. Are you listening to him? Oh, man, he's so cold-blooded about this. I'm cold. Because, man, look, I can ride a bike okay, but I know I ain't hitting that damn tree. I'm going to oh, do man. something else than hit a tree. Y'all got me crying. I'm just saying, man. I- I'm, I'm oh, going to let, let you know, man, like, I ain't had nothing to do with nothing. I mean, you right. did. See, look at you know what I'm saying? Look at like, <laughs> This is so foul. <laughs> I had nothing to do with nothing, man. Hey, look, I asked him multiple times, could he ride the 10-speed? Kebiako was like, how my man ain't never see the brakes on the handlebars? Dude, if you ain't never rode a 10-speed, you don't know the brakes on the handlebar. That's why I, I started pedaling backwards. Hear, I can hear him pedaling backwards because you know it make a different yeah. noise. Yeah. How do you pedal backwards? Because, like, on the 9-10-speed bikes, on, like, you're like... That's how you hit the brakes. You go backwards and it just locks the brake yeah. wheel. On a 10 speed, it does not. You no, just, just free quick. That's why they put the brakes on the on the handlebar. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I was thinking. I was like, because on a 10 speed, why would you put the Oh God. Yeah, oh, that's man. his fault. It's his fault he hit that tree, dog. I'm, Look, man, I, I'm I'm not gonna blame him. I'm simply gonna say it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I mean, I mean hold on, man. He's not putting this on my list because my bad decision was believing them. That you know, I, I believed him. I didn't get no receipts. I we didn't we didn't watch him ride in a circle. We should have let him test drive a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like we we just believed him because I believed in my friend. You know what I'm saying? I looked up to him. I was looking up to him. And more importantly, you were nine. Your judgment's a little questionable. KBI 25 wants to know was it in slow motion? You know, it it felt like it was at that time from the time he yelled, Where are the brakes? Oh, so he was trailing time, both time. of y'all then. Because E Money 757, yeah. like we didn't see it, we just heard it. We, we just heard it. So first so he of all, was this, tra- he was on, bringing man. up the rear and he oh man. And he hit a tree. All you had to do was follow them. Ruben, you killing me with that tree thing, man. It's like you're, <laughs> come on, man. Tree, you could have moved out the way. This is not, man, this is... Uh. It was slow motion. From the time he yelled, where are the brakes? The time I heard that deathly sound felt like forever. Because you know what did you know what did work? Because I was processing because I was like, he's what probably that? joking. I hear the, hear the motion going back. I'm like, he's trying to slow down. And then I turned to look at E because he, you know, I was still trying, I was still in competition mode too because I'm like, I got to beat him because because he's nine. To, to be honest, at this state, I don't know if I'd ever beat E down this hill before. So I might have been riding. I went from riding high to thinking my boy died in like three or four seconds. Like just, it all went downhill. <laughs> Literally. Only thing, only thing I'm saying is your level of compartmentalization is amazing. I'm going to leave it <laughs> like that because that story was hilarious. He's like, he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what's next? <laughs> I'm gonna stay out of jail. <laughs> he did it. Hey, can nothing? I, I was thinking about like, how am I gonna keep my mom from killing me? 
Um, how am I gonna go tell his mom that his son died? Is there a way I can not have to say it? <laughs> how how is this gonna affect my ability to come outside for the very foreseeable future? Wow. <laughs> and AG, let's am I not gonna get any more Hot Wheel cars because of this? Because wow. like my my Hot Wheel collection was top of the line. Like, but like, but we need to be real for a second. Okay. AG, if yes. I'd have did that and hit a tree after you finished laughing at me. You would have been like, why didn't you turn? I wouldn't have said that to you. Yes, first, you would have. First of all, you would have had to wake up within like the 15 minutes <laughs> that he was unconscious for me to even laugh at you. If he would have just got up within a, a 30, 30, 45 seconds and just been bleeding a little bit, I probably would have joked on him as I rode away from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. Moco Cowboy said he went through all the stages of grief in five seconds. <laughs> Those are 100% facts right there. All of them. Acceptance. Dude. I was denying it. Accepting. Anger. Like, all of that. Actually, you stayed in anger the longest because you wanted about your, your uh, Hot Wheels collection. Yo, no. I was... Yo, for real, I've been... I was mad at E for like 20 years. Why were you mad at him? Because he, he went and got adults? Bro, he abandoned me. When we could, we could have got this. Wait, wait, together. wait, wait. How is going to get adults abandoning you? We didn't. If he would have just waited like forty-five, maybe even sixty seconds for me to get my composure, we could have got our story straight. You know what I'm saying? We could, we could have turned the story into a heroic tale. We could have been like, yo. I could have been like, I could have talked to his my, my aunt, been like, yo, we told him not to leave. Cause we we know you said not to go to the park. We look outside. My man done took the bite, so we go chasing him because we think he's still an Eric bite. So we trying to catch him. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, man, I could we could have worked it out. And you know what? You know what? In your in your defense, that is the pretty. That's a plausible story. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I would have felt so bad. I'd have done what E Money Seven Five Seven did. Oh, I just would. I'd have oh, been man. like hit the damn tree. That's it, bro. <laughs> look, Moco Cowboys, like Mo B was trying to bring him back. <laughs> hey, man, look, there was no CPR. I didn't check a pulse. I as soon as soon as I saw him laying out, arms stretched, looking straight at the sky with no eye movement, I just accepted the fact that my man was dead. I was like, you know what? We had a good run. You know what I'm saying? We 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 used to play basketball in these streets together. You know, football too. And just like, yo. I could have spoken at his funeral and been like, man, I'm going to miss you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Are you for real? You'd have been like Big Red on a fire heartbeats, man. How are you going to be up there at the funeral and you know you killed a dude? <laughs> My office hours are from, from 9 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> hey, G, what's on your mind, man? I, just, I was reading a, a thread that uh, Draymond Green started about uh, women's sports. And I think, he, I think he meant, well, in fact, I know he did. But a couple of uh, major uh, female athletes came. They weren't coming at him. They were just trying to educate him. And basically they were saying, well, if men would help us do this, then it would be a different story. Because we're not here to make y'all feel comfortable. It's like y'all have the power to do anything you want to do, but you choose not to do it. And then I thought about what I had seen in the NCAA tournament when the uh, 
the female basketball player was showing showing the sort of people on Instagram what their weight room looked like, and it was a stack of weights you could have got from Target. And it went, and then they showed the men's, and the men's was like a full gym, looking like Planet Fitness, and I was like, that's not cool, and I didn't know what was going on, and so I'm sitting here going, just like Draymond at first was like, because I feel like that. If women had more exposure and their leagues made more money, then we wouldn't be having this issue. And that's a real shallow way to see it because it's very true. And I've seen men fail women when women could really make a lot of money. And that's uh, the 1999, or maybe it was not, I don't know when it was, but the, the, the female soccer team that won the gold or won the World Cup, my bad. They had a chance to do some great things in the league and people chose not to help them. They squandered money, did a lot of things wrong. And I just think that just like Black Lives Matter, I think men in general, not all of us, but men in general sometimes can be tone deaf. And I'm not talking about the men are just for real chauvinists. I'm talking about the men that are just tone deaf. I think we can do better. And that's all I got to say. I think we can do better. So that's what's on my mind. Agreed. What's on your mind? All right. I mean, you got anything left, Moby? I mean, I do, but I mean, I feel like I've taken enough of the show, man. Like, oh, we still gotta have what's on your mind, man. Uh, all right, man. Uh, Derek Jackson. Um, I didn't know who this dude was until apparently everybody started making fun of him because apparently he's a Facebook guy who gives um, women advice. But, oh, and yeah. he got caught in his um, unfaithful ways, and you know now. Everybody is upset with him. Um, but what's on my mind is something he said. He had a Kyrie Irving moment because in the midst of his apology, he was saying, I didn't put myself on this pedestal. Women did. Ooh, so, yeah, I remember that. And before you women start hating him, he's absolutely right. He just ain't the dude that can say it right now. Message, like, not the messenger. Yeah. He, so he, he's absolutely right. But what I'll say is, ladies, please be wary of any relationship advice you get that turns into male bashing. Because I had never seen most of his videos, but when I started watching some of them just to try to get context of who this dude was, like literally all he does is male bash from a very judgmental place. And I shouldn't say judgmental place, but just male bashing. And male bashing is not relationship advice. Um, if somebody's giving you relationship advice, Unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have to hear some things about yourself in the midst of this relationship that there's some moves that you need to make sometimes. So, so ladies, if you out here getting all your um, relationship advice from memes and um, so-called relationship experts online who basically make you feel like all of these quote unquote dudes ain't shit. Um, for the most part, some of them, these people might be right, but um that can't be the relationship advice that's going to better you as a person to just come up and say dudes ain't shit that's that's not going to fix anything that's not relationship advice that's a cackling girlfriend that's supposed to be supportive for you like so let's stop putting these people on pedestals look relationships are very personal things people make state mistakes and humans exist on both sides of the spectrum so nobody's above making a mistake so while we're trashing this dude for basically being a hypocrite, just understand, y'all all are hypocrites. 
myself included everybody's been hypocritical about relationship advice you've all given relationship advice that you've refused to take and you've all not listened to advice that you know you should take so i mean let's just do better and stop stop romanticizing social media that's all i got man preach ah i guess it's my turn now so ladies and gentlemen it is that time of the year the time of the year that i won't be celebrating too much this year um not because i shouldn't it's because i probably shouldn't it's almost easter and you know we have the 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 bunny rabbits and the church and all that and but the other part of easter which a lot of people don't understand yes it is peak season <laughs> Pepsi yes peep. it is peep season moco cowboy kb aqua 25 thank you because i couldn't hold it back anymore <laughs> i was trying not to do that <laughs> so <laughs> so it's the crazy part is like you know people say you can get peeps all year round yes if you do some special orders or whatever but between i would say after saint patrick's day to like a week after easter is peep season peeps the most tasty piece of marshmallow that is absolutely positively not any good for you without question and they got different color peeps they have different tasty peeps and now they have the most disgusting peeps i've ever seen pepsi peeps yes they but have combined but you ain't even tasted them yet man how you know they're disgusting Hold on. first of all the sugar content it's got to be like 85%. So if I were to taste one being a type 2 diabetic, I'm dead on spot. Like, literally. It ain't enough, it ain't enough insulin to bring me back from that. <laughs> so, you know, first of all, Pepsi and marshmallows? Excuse the language, that shit sounds disgusting. Like, completely disgusting. And then of all the colors you're going to use, yellow? Ugh. Like, yellow's not even a taste. I mean, I, like, we'll mix up pep Pepsi and the chocolate peeps. It's still disgusting, but at least it comes to a thing. And see, the crazy part about this is, clearly Moco Cowboy has listened to this show for a while, and KB Yako knows me. Because they already knew where I was going. Because about, what, I don't know, about a year ago, we did, like, the top 25 peeps thing. Oh, yeah, that was awful. Peep, oh. It was awful. Man... First of all, by the I way, Lauren is in total agreement with you. I'm just oh. saying, I, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be you, even though you BSing about these peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, that's, that's so funny right there. But no, I wish, I wish they could hear the how funny that was on a podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, uh, overdose cat on peeps, man. Nah, <laughs> nah, that's never gonna be me. But you know, I think every year they try to do something different, and some sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a good old miss. 
they've been missing for a minute lately. So whoever is in control of making the peeps for every year, fire that dude. Get somebody else. I mean, you know, how about you make a peep um, rabbit? That might, a, a big old marshmallow rabbit, that's unhealthy as hell, but it'd be good. It, at least if you think it out the box, man. I mean, but don't go making no Jesus peeps. We don't need none of that because that's sacrilegious. <laughs> like, I like peeps, but I'm not touching that peep. You're not going to sit here and have a Jesus peep and a devil peep and like, which one you going to eat? Nah, bro. Not happening. But peeps are not terrible, Cape Moco Cowboy. I don't know what's wrong with you. They're very good, but I will probably have exactly four peeps this year, which will be a record for me because usually I eat packages of that shit. So, all I'm going to say is, everyone, happy Easter. Enjoy your peeps. Put that J peeps on the chain. <laughs> that would be a dope. Uh, uh, a chain with a, a diamond peep. That's not edible. But that's all I got today. It's peep season, baby. And get them while you can. Because May 1st, unless you order them from Amazon... You ain't getting them to another year, bro. So I'm going to leave that out there. So what we're going to do, we're going to shift from sports. And we have a new segment called Question of the Night. And I'm excited for the first question of the night because I already know emotions are about to flare in so many different ways. I read this I read this early in the week and I was like, F me. I, so, I, oh my! I remember being in the theater watching that bullshit. The first one was good. <laughs> the first one was good. Let us get to the question. You know what? You know my my bad. My bad. I did not let our host run the show. I didn't took the show over twice. My bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ruben. This is your show. I just got a little bit emotional. My bad. Go ahead. I'm not gonna lie, man. I did not expect you to have this emotional output right now. Okay. Because like I feel like me, you and Mobile the same page with this. And once we explain it, you know, it's gonna happen. So the question of the night is everybody remembers the Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married series. Why did I get married one and married why did I get married two? T-O-O. Why did this movie series why do we think this movie series is possibly detrimental to the black community? And I said it just like that. Detrimental to the black community. If you have not seen either one of these movies, The Why Did I Get Married, and you are of a male person, don't see it. You're going to be so pissed off. But if you have seen it, then you understand what's about to happen. What's going on, KB Yako and E-Money? Right on time. Right on time. Cause this is about to get real up in the in, in the house. Yo, before we so, get started though, I want to say, what's what's email cooking on the grill? What does he usually cook on the grill, Ma? I mean, anything, man. I'm trying to figure out what he was cooking too, and I ain't get no invite, nothing. I mean, <laughs> he knew you was busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Go and ahead. Yako says, "I hear you should skip the second one." If I had my way, I probably would have skipped both because of the emotions that are about to come out. But I feel like. The excitement here is I didn't think AG would 
AG could control himself. I'm gonna so, disagree. I knew AG was gonna react like this, but I'm interested to hear his views on it now. Yeah, oh, ribs, ribs and bourbon chicken. Oh, nice, nice. What's ribs. up with the hookup, E Money? That's messed up. He we knew, could be eating ribs and bourbon chicken together on the was, show. Hey, he knew y'all was busy. That's what Man, that was. That's messed up, E Money. Is it messed up? Is it? It is. <laughs> it is. Cause I ain't getting no. I ain't getting that. But all right, AG. So, so I guess what we. Nope, nope. Just go ahead, AG. No, go, go, what were you saying? Because you might set me up to say some other things, too. What were you going to say? So, the, the question was, why was this movie series detrimental to the black community? Um, or I do you even agree with that statement? No, I don't know. I don't know if it, it was detrimental to the black community. And personally, when I really think about the question as asked, I feel like it was a good thing for the black community because you have black people creating black people acting in black people producing and black people are making distribution deals and from that and from that perspective it's like i think that the cosby show is not problematic because of what i just said i'm not gonna let bill cosby's behavior make the cosby show not dope as hell and so many different at so many different levels now, how I feel personally as a consumer of this product is some old bullshit. <laughs> because, and, and, and it's only one sequence that really bothered me through this whole thing. And it didn't happen. Just until this, one? Yes. Yes, it, it's only one. It's only one. Because... I'm interested to see if we're on the same page. Yeah, we I might be. That. We, we might be. I mean, I got multiple. And I know Moby you, got multiple. This, but if you, but if you hit the main one, we good. Okay. Well, first of all, it's it's now that I'm really thinking about where it starts. It's like she engineered, and this she meaning Janet Jackson's character. Um, she has engineered a divorce. The dude has done everything that he can to save his marriage because no one knows what in the world has happened anyway, including the characters. No one knows. All of a sudden, she gets up there and makes this announcement at the most romantic moment of all of their lives. Which one? Which movie was this? Please. This was the, the second, second one. one. Like I said, because they announced to their friends that they was. Getting, I mean, I, I, she I she announced, and he kind of was like, "Yeah, right." She <laughs> she is running this whole thing, okay? Now, and apparently, and I I've been listening to still processing, and I I am feeling my maleness dwindle in worth more so than it usually does. But sometimes women ain't shit. So you are engineering a divorce unilaterally. This dude is trying to save his marriage by any means, any reasonable means necessary. You have mental issues that the, the, the divorce, the person that you are inflicting this pain on is now helping you get through your mental illness. As far as I'm concerned, at that point, that's a fucking you problem. And the F-bombs. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Aunt, Aunt Shirley, first of all, Aunt Shirley, in any family that I have grown up with and known me all my life, I am so sorry. 
you're not. No, I am because this this that movie brings some things out of me that's just like, oh my god. So anyway, he is helping her through all of this. <laughs> okay. She gets her stuff together, whatever it is. He hasn't done anything to her. He shows up at their business for what is supposed to be a surprise party because it's his fucking birthday. And <laughs> was it, I don't remember. Was it actually his birthday? It was because something I, for him. No, I don't think it was. I think she just came up there and acted like because when she was like, it's his birthday, everybody in the office was like, and he was like, what? He knew, okay. he knew he knew it was going to be some BS. She just masked it like it was his birthday. Right. That's right. That's right. And so uh, this flaming. Then let me back that up. Please, please. This, um, I, got this two plan, this, I got two of them in my room, man. I got these two bitches in the room, and I'm talking about my two female dogs, literally, Juju and Brownie. I'm assuming that's one of the words you wanted to go with. So this call it juju or brownie if we say juju or brownie we are basically getting around saying uh, calling a woman out of her name so this flaming hot brownie no actually <laughs> it wasn't even that because well I said it for you yeah I appreciate it <laughs> because it's not it's like you had the dog I remember house. and see it's so vague to me now because I was so heated when I was in the film watching the film but this dude jumps out this cake and I'm like yeah. Wow. Quote of the movie, since you want to act like a bitch. That's like what a, she said. Like a brownie. <laughs> thank you for saying that because that was what it was for me. That's where I just lost it because this is this is what I'm saying. Everything that he had done was to love her and to preserve their marriage. At some point, he accepted the fact that this is not going to work. And then she made him a punk for doing the right thing or at least doing something that was admirable even if it wasn't going to work this dude gets so upset he gets in his car jets out of the parking lot gets t-boned by another car or truck dead all because of what she chose to do which was wrong on every level and then that's not the coup de gras. This oh is, yeah. This this is the part that really was like, get me the F out of here because this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Okay, so we, 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 we all felt the same part. You destroy a man at every level, physical, emotional, and mental. Gone. He's not of this earth anymore and died in one of the most violent ways that you can die, other than fire and drowning. And then you are rewarded for another stud to be like all about you. And nothing you against what it is, man. Nothing against the rock. Yeah. But how can you reward that kind of behavior? Now I know I'm a cis man, I get that. And I ain't shit. I get that too. But at some point, y'all are foul. And for Tyler Perry to write that foolishness. I'm questioning you right now. And I have since then. And you ain't put out nothing good since then either, fool. You ain't. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I really am. Because you are top to bottom controlling your own destiny. 
But when you did that, I was I never looked at you the same ever again. Because you rewarded somebody for completely undressing and dismantling someone. And you rewarded that? Dude, I don't care what kind of daddy issues you got. That was cold-blooded. I never got over it. And I never watched that film again. So that is my take on it. And it's a good thing for the black community because how it came about. But for men? No. No. For black men in particular? No. That was some busted-ass shit right there. I will never, ever, ever find a way to reconcile and conflate that whole thing. Ever. It was foul. Now, if that was the... If that was what you wanted to get out of me as a dude watching this, as a cis heterosexual man watching this, then you succeeded. But I will never look at you or any product you have the same again, ever. And then you put out Boo 1 and 2. So, yeah, I don't even like you. <laughs> they came up with a second one? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. So, okay, before we move to Moby, the, the, ah, so many comments. So, Dre, yes. I mean, AG made sure that we got that not safe for work label on the show. For real. I've never heard him use as many curse words in any one sitting ever. I, you in know life. what, man? I just, I'm sorry. Not even in, in public. Not even you like, know, in front of him. But, but, but Ruben. Yeah. I felt that shit. Oh, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> um, and again, I want to apologize to our audience if you have tender ears. Um, as Man, my, my wife, if they watch, if they listen as on them, I realize that. It. But if you've been listening, if you've been listening to this show consistently, you can't have tender ears. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I realize that, but like, like, like Ruben said, it's like I can see it when he shake his head. It's like, oh my god, what have I done? But oh certain, no, I was shaking my are, head because you dropped like three f bombs. I, I, I never I heard know, that. I know, but I'm just like I said. I there, think you just took the lead. When I read this question, I was like. Oh my goodness, they did not just do this to me. Because I knew I only feel one thing. Hey. I mean, it. it... So again, I apologize for y'all. I mean, to the listening audience. Um, But this movie is foul in a lot of ways for that particular thing. There were other things going on in the film, obviously. Oh, yeah. But they, but yeah. Yeah, I mean he he kind of helped me out liking him a little bit when um, my man slapped the hell out of uh, Shania Latham in uh, the the family that prays because she earned that. I mean, because you ain't gonna talk you gonna talk mad noise to a dude <laughs> after you cheated on him, had a baby with another man, put the baby off his heads, and then gonna talk noise again. Oh my Lord Jesus! Now well, again, I, violence against women is never a good thing, but you have to know where the line is. And apparently, she thought there was no line. That's why her mama didn't jump in and say, "Get out of my store." She just looked and said, mm, "Y'all see that?" So, <laughs> so that was so a great piece of writing. So that kind of evens it out a little bit. But I promise you, in the moment, that was I was not feeling Tyler Perry no more. Well, that's it, folks. Really appreciate you listening. Everybody who has listened in the past, thank you. People that are new, welcome, and thank you also. On behalf of Moby and Ruben, this is AG, signing off for the 5-Minute Warning. You can send any questions or comments to five 
minutewarning19 at gmail.com. The 5-Minute Warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.